Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. In my literal, in my, <laughs> in my literal house today, I have I have my best friend. Um, how long have we known each other? Dude? Damn, dude, Hurley and Pritch are going to be upset that you just dropped <laughs> a BF word on here. Dude, you're you're you're. I've known you. I've known Matt. Best friend, yeah. I've known Matt since. Conservatively, Matt was like a good friend of mine since like fourth grade. I would say. Oh yeah, but we went. Was to, fourth grade the year that you started going to ALP? Uh, I wasn't in ALP. You didn't go to ALP one time. Pritch was the Ooh, ALP. Pritch kid. was my ALP guy. It's it's where the it's where the, the smarter kids go. Me and Matt started playing basketball on sixth grade. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because you were on Stephen's dad's team. You were on the other team though. Not in sixth grade. I was on Grant's team. Oh, you're right. Yep. We won a championship. You're right. We won a city champ- basketball championship together because that one Sam. The dude on our team oh, uh, was shit. bigger than everyone else in the city, so me and Matt got rings. That's crazy. Yeah, You're we right. lashed on to LeBron Coattail. What, what, what was our? What was our? The whole the game plan was pass the second. I see. I say Matt was more like he was. He was less like J.R. Smith than me. <laughs> but I would say Matt was more like Tristan Thompson type. Okay, he was just bodying people just to get the ring. Dude, I for was, Sam. I could. That's, it, that's exactly it. I could like run and jump and play defense, but offense was definitely not. That Watch wasn't it. watching Matt play sports is like one of my favorite things, <laughs> and I'm sure like I don't want to toot my own horn, but I feel like you watching me play sports. Like we know that much about each other because mm. of how we acted on a field or a court. Yeah, or of like, course. Like, you know, yeah. I'll get hyped when Matt would make a big hit or, like, mm-hmm. rip. Matt has the worst hands ever. Yes, I do. Worst hands, but hard runner. I do. I he have. gets the hard yards. 100%. Like, fullback trap, A-gap stuff, yeah. right up the middle. Give me the yak, son. But when Matt made a catch was when I got the most hyped. Dude, I, me too. Because I was like, that was a big time for Matt. Like, he me, caught the ball. Like, he too. concentrated on me it. Me too. So, I was always the opposite. So, it was like. When I caught the ball, I was like, Richard did what he was supposed to do because he always catches that anything he yeah. throw. But, like, when I would never juke or run faster than people. Yeah, yeah. So, I feel like when I, I pulled off one spin, I yes. caught a pass, and everyone got hyped. Because yes. I was like, Richard, juke somebody. Yeah, like, of course. He did that. Dude, your, your catches, the way you ran, like, everything, your, it was so weird that your personality – bled through into your performance on the for field. sure yours too like, like it's weird isn't it's, it and you're always and like, like pritch and like every- same yeah he's clutch it's he like, always came up in the clutch it's it was crazy. like i feel like your personality was like you're gonna be very tactful mm. and like strategy oriented mm-hmm. so right. like for running back you're just like i'm gonna pick the best possible lane to yeah, hit yeah and then i'm gonna hit a hard cornerback though must have been stressful God, because stressful. like if you mess up if you take one wrong step the game could swing. You could oh, lose yeah. the game yeah. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. one wrong step, and that happened to me sometimes too. It's tough, dude. It's maybe not. Maybe not necessarily. Maybe not necessarily like a game winner, but like a, a touchdown. Definitely, I could have prevented it because, for sure. Because it's just that's the thing with corner. You have to roll the dice. Uh, you're either gonna you're either gonna be the hero or like you're or gonna fuck up entirely. A square. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. bro. I, I swear. Uh, my coach at center, Andy Fry, he would say yeah. football's a microcosm of life. Right, your college football coach. Yes. Yes. Not high school. High school is Leon sure, Hart. Got to give him reference. College coach, center college, Andy Fry, yes. bet, king of morale. Yeah. His quotes, man. Mm-hmm. Guy's very quotable. He would say like, the most important play is what, and get everyone on the team to like the next play. Yeah, yeah. And it, he just drilled it and drilled it. He's like, mm-hmm. it really is like life. Like the most important thing that happens to you mm-hmm. is the next thing that happens to you. Right. Just take off. Yeah. No, I get it. That's 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 dope. It's, it's what would you? Obviously, he's not the same 
as Coach Hart. But he had he had different things, probably maybe that was different from Coach Hart, but that were still equally like as awesome. Right. Coach Hart characteristics in terms of football guy philosophers. So so people know Coach Hart is our high school football coach where we played together. Right. The other coach is his center, his college football coach. Both football guys. Just two football guys through and through. Yeah, yeah. Coach Hart had a dichotomy in his philosophy Mm -hmm. of like like he would always tell you like the bunch of rule. There's a bunch yeah. of people over here, so what do we do? Run right. it over there where right. there's no people or right. like there's problem causers and there's problem solvers. There's two, there's two types of people in the world. Two. He always gave you two options. That's it. Now, with, with my other coach, it was like yeah. more or less like what's next? What do we – how – like he always said there's going to be adversity. Mm-hmm. Well, how do we handle it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the next thing, but yeah. Coach Hart with the, the Eastern philosophy, the yeah. light and dark. Right. Like – yeah, he's yeah. a good coach too. I need to see what is so Coach Hart look. He has a Fu Manchu mustache for sure. It and fits he, the build, he, doesn't he lo- it? He looks he looks kind of like a uh, like kind of like a mafia a guy. guru. Yeah, I would say he does. He's got a Fu Manchu and he's got slicked back hair, like like hardcore greased slicked back hair. It's like grayish black. So I just want to give them a because whenever you know what the coach looks like, it tells so much. He's probably about what six one stern. Yeah, stern. He yeah. was a nice dude, but yeah. he he would he would be stern when he needed to. I would say he kind of looks like Caliparit. Calipari E yeah, yeah, with yeah. the slick hair, like the silver yes, fox look. You're right. Not as dark. Not as dark right. and not as well dressed. Not a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a big jumpsuit guy. Absolutely. Jumpsuit January, shouts he, out. Well he, he would he would wear the jumpsuit pants, like the slicky sweatpants, and then but then he would also wear a polo with it. Right. Pink. That would, that, Usually pink. Pink or like, or like baby blue. Dude, how fun would it be be a gym teacher? Just teacher? retire and yeah. teach gym for the rest of your life. I could definitely see Dude, you doing that. You would love. Give that. me a whistle you yesterday. Would, you would absolutely. The love last that. thing I need is a whistle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a whistle. Hey, yeah, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Just going after little Timmy in like fourth grade. What what grade would you teach? Would you do high school? No, too much drama. Okay, that's fair. Kids are like by high school. Dude, what are you going to do? Middle school? That's even worse. It's kind of fun, you though. You have to do. Okay. Middle school gym was the most fun I had as a student, so I could mm. see it being the most fun as a teacher, mm. too. Okay. The kids are just sort of athletic enough to where they don't all suck at sports. Yeah, yeah. So you can make up fun, that's, that's fun stuff to that's do true. with them. That's that is But high school would be like kids would be on their phones and like mad at a girl or a guy. Right. And it's like middle school, I feel like, is like your last real innocent shot. Yes. Yes. You know, like, I remember, dude, gym in middle school is like the most fun time ever. Yeah. Because everyone's mad. They take away recess. Right. Recess isn't a thing anymore. Were we on the same team? We, I know we were dream team. Mm-hmm. Right. Eighth grade year. So so our middle school was seventh and eighth grade, for context for everyone. It was seventh and eighth grade um, was, the, the, was the entire middle school. And we had teams that separated that separated um, all the people in seventh and eighth grade. Seventh grade had a group of teams. And then the eighth grade had a group of teams and whatever team you were in was basically who you would hang out with the entire year. And you would switch classes and have the same teachers of everybody in that team. So what seventh grade year? Stars was seventh and eighth. Yeah, it was both. Uh, You're right. right. Survivors was one of them. I was survivors. That was, yeah. And what was the other names of them? Uh, Dream. Discovery. Wait, wait, wait. Discovery. Uh, Oh, adventure wow. adventure yes and with the coolest name which was our team dream team wait wait wasn't the there dream the, team was there were five wasn't there also the explorers that was one explorers adventures stars did you say explorers? survivors right you said it okay and dream yeah. dream team was the coolest name yeah. by far it, it doesn't matter no one cares but i it's cool though which team were you seventh grade at mm, explorers 
Were you explorers? Decent. Were you on Sam's? Was that Sam's? I can't remember. No, he was Stars, was he not? Stars was kind of the dumber team. Yeah, because Stars was split up. <laughs> yeah. It was seventh graders, yeah. but also the eighth graders that were too stupid to, yeah. to like, they were taking seventh grade again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, no. So there's gonna be like one person that listens to this and be like, oh, listen, huh? people, people from people from Ashland, Kentucky are they'll definitely understand everything we're saying. Ashland's great. But other people, but the reason the reason I like and the reason so the person I have on today is Richard Ford. <laughs> Let me go ahead and get to that hometown hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of one of my best friends, like I said, of a long time. And the reason why I wanted to have him on is because I just know that. Uh, when you're good at talking, you have a very, uh, your, your personality is, um, unique. It's, very, it's very you. And I mean that in a good way. Um, and you're, you're just entertaining to talk to. Uh, but also because I know that a lot of people that listen to this can relate to everything, like the right. things that we were just talking for some people, they might not get it as much, but for others, it's really going to like sink with them hard. Right. Um, so I like that. And just, just have talking with your best friend in general, uh, I think it's going to relate to a lot of people, just the things we say or how we react to each other or For sure. whatever. Um, and it's just, I, and lastly, I do it because I fucking want to. And that's, that's why I do this stuff in the first place is because it's honestly, it comes from a selfish place. Cause I enjoy having these conversations with people and it's, it's literally my way of being able to do that. But then also with the hopes of helping other people, like impacting them, hearing just even one nugget of information that they can take with for the rest of their day. Um, or just listen to two hometown friends, bull- right. Bullshit. For <laughs> because I realized after like watching the comedy podcast that I do, like Joe Rogan and all the other comedians, I just realized how much I love listening to them, but they're not hard. I mean, sometimes they do, but most of the time it's just entertainment from their small talk. Right. Like he's talking for three hours. He's not talking to that other person typically on their exact area of expertise for that entire time. You know, they, they, right. they, they go off into areas that neither of them know anything about basically. And they're just giving their own worldview on that topic. Right. And so I feel like I, you're, you're, you're perfect f- for this. Uh, and yeah, so I just, I thought, why not? Like, cause I've had on, I've had on my brother, I've had on my girlfriend. Um, I plan on having all of my parents at some point, nice. but I also, from the beginning, I said that I wanted to have like close, close friends. On right. Because it's just like, why not? Like, <laughs> like I, I just, oh, that sounds good to me, dude. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm about it. So yeah, thank you for, for coming on. That's kind of what, I, what I'm getting at. I'm giving you, you giving you a little blowy right here, um, because you're a good friend, and I think that you'll make this podcast good. You should have your own podcast. I think, I think you could do it. So first off, this is what we need to get into: the social media thing. Right. So the what's funny here, you guys aren't going to see any tags for him. I need to. Maybe I should give your email or something. No. <laughs> no. None, dude. No contact at all. Listen, listen, listen. Dark. Listen, Richard doesn't he hasn't had social media for how long? Any social media. Two thing. years now. Two years. January first, twenty eighteen, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. You didn't know like, zero dark thirty that, twenty three. That's, that's also what's funny is that people from Ashland, so from our hometown that are listening to this. They probably haven't heard unless they've seen Richard, unless they've seen me unless they've seen Richard in person, which is unlikely. Like they're probably this is going to be the first thing that they've heard of him in a long time, right? Which is cool, right? Which is I I, I do like that. So yeah, why did you go off social media uh, in the first place, dude? I, it's just multiple reasons. Like, I selfishly I was like, I just got back from Europe, yep, and I peaked hard. 
Okay. You know, in I Europe? came to terms with that. Yeah. And it was like, okay, dude, well, let's, let's go into it. Let's you're go never going to be that. Like, well, well, okay. Why'd you go to Europe? This I, is what I, I signed I, up for a job after I graduated from college, center college, signed up for a job with the department of defense. What year was this? 2016 okay. spring of 2016. Okay. And they offered me a 15 month contract to live and work in Bavaria, Germany. Yeah. Which is like for people that don't know, that's like, when you think of a stereotypical German, like big poofy guy with a mustache, like yeah. yodeling, wearing lederhosen, <laughs> drinking beer, and yeah. a bratwurst, yeah. I've seen it yeah, yeah, live yeah. and in person, and it really exists. Yeah, and like having done that and been there and saw what I've like seen what I've saw, mm-hmm. duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. seen what I've seen, and <laughs> I've seen some stuff, man. Like it was just. Coming back to America after that was one of the toughest things I've ever done in my life. Because how long were you there? I was there only there for fifteen months, so I don't do. But do but fifteen months is a long time, but it also flies by. I understand, but fifteen months for most people in another most people haven't even been to another country. So I went on a lot of trips everywhere. Saw the number I tell people is seventeen in fifteen months. Seventeen countries in fifteen months. Yeah, that's my best guess. Uh It's kind of like. It really is a blur. Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Like, I have to sit there and go back with, like, tools to remember how. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Losing, losing Facebook was kind of bad for that because I lost track of all my trips. Like, mm. the organized picture. Because it was like a photo. Format it was, it was, of Facebook. It was a photo album. A, a chronological timeline right. of everywhere you went, right. everything you said, everything you saw. Yeah, that's Everything true. you've seen. Yep. And, like, now I just have, like, 2,000 shuffled photos on my camera. It's like unorganized. I remember this, but I don't know when. So my timeline is off because of, because of lack of social media. No, I understand. Um, I understand. A reason also I got rid of it was like, you know, I just don't care about like, you know, if I bump into you and I don't know you, you're a stranger to me. First impression, like, I don't want my first impression of you to be ruined by something I saw on your Facebook that I don't agree uh, with. Like like preconceived judgments on right. that person. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You think like, you already have them figured out. Bump into a, a right. student in your class or right. like a coworker and you're like, obviously you're gonna add them on Facebook if you see them every day. Like right. that's how it was and that's right. how you know, that's how I used it at least. Mm-hmm. Some people you don't even know. Like mm-hmm. some people you just like kind of know and add them on there just to see what they're about. But then there's weird like rules to that approach, you know, like if there's like a dude that you just know through another guy, like another friend of a friend, (laughs) you're like, you, you can add him on their algorithm and be like, Oh, I know that guy. Right. But you don't even know if you met him in person or not. It just says friends with so-and-so. Right. You're friends with. And there's like a different set of rules of engagement for that crowd of people from like people you know. Yeah. And people you really know. That's true. And people that are on yours too. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. If your family's on your Facebook and you're in pictures with them. Right. Then it's like another level. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's tiered. Okay. Okay. And so was there a third reason? For giving up Facebook? For, for second reason. Yeah, for, for, for social media just in general. Uh, the one I miss the most is Twitter. Twitter? Because it's the funniest. Okay, that's fair. Now, there are different pros and cons to each one of them. Yeah. Twitter, like, I feel like if you have a bad day, Twitter is not the place you need to be. Because you're going to start sprouting off some tweets on there that, like, you're going to look back on and be like, I shouldn't have tweeted that. Or you're going to see some nonsense that somebody else Right, you're going to see when someone else is having a bad day, too. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. if someone goes on, like, 10 
five, ten, like five ain't that bad, but like ten to fifteen tweets in one day. Oh, man. you're like yeah, this no. person needs to pump the brakes and yeah. do less yeah, on no. t- on Twitter. Well, they need to get a job, right? Or, or like an <laughs> Instagram that's <laughs> like a bunch of dots. They need to figure it out, right? Oh, Instagram with a bunch of dots. The worst. I didn't even know how you. Would, oh, you've had. I've oh, seen it. You ha- okay? So I don't have it. When, any of it? Because Instagram Stories is it's like fairly new. But, but they just they copied Snapchat, didn't they? They, did. they just did exactly what they Snapchat did. did. They did, but when did you did you have stories by the time that you signed off? Or I want to say yeah. It, I think it was at the end of 2018 is when they first started. This is super interesting, right? I, this is this could be the conversation itself. Just talking Snap- talking to someone who doesn't have social. media I feel like an Amish person right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like 15 years into the future, and I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah, I was there for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of what it is, though. In a I way, say, I mean, like most I'll, people, like if you don't have social media, like literally, you don't exist. But I know about it still, right. yeah, yeah, like because yeah. I all my friends have it, and yeah. I see what it looks like yeah. still, and I'm like, right, out of here, right, right, dude. The the weirdest one was, for me, the biggest platform shift was Twitter going from 140 to 280. Yeah, yeah, that's too much. Yeah, get to okay. the point. Now <laughs> I missed. I was a Twitter member since get, it started. Get to the point. Like I was in in 2009. To 2016 okay. or 2018, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, I'd see, I was a seasoned Twitter vet, right? And like that's the hardest one for me to give up. Yeah, I can see that. So I still yeah. sometimes my dad will send me funny tweets and be like, "Look at this!" I'm like, oh, "I'm missing out. I'm yeah. missing out and on all it of is, it." It is nice that it's quick. Funny like, gifts, funny videos, quick. funny roasts. Yeah, the yeah. best are. T- Tweets that are Dude, like you know what's interesting is I actually follow a lot of people on there like smart people as well that's that like they get to the point really quick but then their point like it, it's it it hits hard because it's such a great point just because they're so smart and they can articulate a complex topic down into 150 to 280 characters right. or something and you're like oh shit like I never thought of it that way and that makes tons of sense more tw- you know what I'm saying more characters is probably better for the general like yeah. IQ. <laughs> I was yeah. like, just yeah. a raw, like, yeah. are people going to be dumber if they're reading 140 versus 280? Right. They're going to be smarter for 280? Just give it to them. Mm. Let them figure it out. Mm. I like that Twitter's more hands-off than Facebook, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Twitter it's doesn't... More, it's more simple. Twitter doesn't care at all if you're a freaking egg in Russia. Like, you know what oh. I mean? Like, mm. they're like, you can just use it. Mm. They have to crack down on that a little, though, mm-hmm. I think. But like Facebook is, I know they have. I think Facebook is all about like, here's your face. Are you this person too? Like it knows. Um, you know what I'm saying? And Twitter's like, we don't really care. Like yeah. we'll give you a blue check mark if we figure out it's actually you. Right. You right. Know? And but, yeah. Uh, there was something else I heard about the verification. Um, I wonder process. what that's like for people. Yeah, I'm not sure. Somebody I can't from, remember right now. Somebody from Twitter in like a Twitter blue suit show up at your front door. <laughs> hey, we're from Twitter. Well, Do you know, want your blue check well, mark? I know you have to apply for it, but they have to run you through like a bunch of security yeah, checks. A certain amount of tech. Well, also that and also to make sure that um I think a lot of it might have to do with making sure that you can't be duplicated. Like the work that you do can easily be duplicated maybe by somebody else. So then they give you the check mark to make sure that you they that the information is coming from you i don't know i can't remember exactly i can't remember what this person said to me but it was something about not being copied and that was right. the reason for and it makes sense it's almost art well it's verification so you know it's like okay that person or lyrics 100 percent that person right, right exactly so it's like certain things like that um there there's some level give of, me give me your top three 
favorite verified Twitter accounts ever. Twitter? Yeah. But see, Twitter's hard because I'm not on Twitter hardly at all anymore. Um, and so I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, so Crystalia, Crystalia would be one, the comedian. He is absolutely hysterical. And, and whenever he makes, whenever people talk shit to him and then he has, he a claps comment, back. A oh, lot. he claps. He back clapped back hard at somebody one Logan time. Paul. Yes, Logan dude. He Paul. buried him. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can't exactly remember it. what he said, but I remember it was funny as hell. It was, it was something cause, cause he Logan, buried him. Cause Logan Paul took. Uh, the video in the suicide forest yeah and then in he, japan that was messed up yeah him, yeah, dude. yeah exactly and then it was right after that and then logan clapped back clapped at at crystalia and then crystalia clapped back with something put um, him in his place he was like what well, yeah he said something like really good but it was talking about the suicide forest and he just buried him oh my gosh dude, he obliterated him. hundreds of thousands of retweets and likes right on he, that, on that logan video. paul got what they call in the biz ratioed he got <laughs> Yeah. See, I know a lot about social media, but I just don't do it anymore. In, in Chris like, Lee's terms, he got he got grand slammed. That's what right. He, he got slammed. He Logan Paul had like uh like two thousand retweets on his, mm-hmm. and then Delia came in with like a six figure retweet. Oh, just ridiculous, just absurd, dude. No, that ridiculous. was that was one of the hardest owns online I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Yeah. So Chris Delia would be one. Another one is Naval Ravikant. That's how you say it, I guess. Um. But he, yeah, angel investor, um, multimillionaire, like tech guy. He's just a really smart and thoughtful dude. Um, and his episode on Joe Rogan was, yeah, you definitely need to to look it up. Because he was, I'm pretty sure Rogan posted the picture of them too. And he was like, I think this is one of the wisest dudes I've ever met in my entire life. Because he just, he just spits just, just awesome shit. Um, so yeah, Crystalia, Naval, and then my third... Dude, my third. I don't know. I can't. I can't think of the of the third one right Dude, now. Dude, I got three off the top of my head. Dude, easy right now. Go for it. See, I'd, Twitter. See, Twitter's different. With Instagram, I could. I could probably. I'd say Barack. Dude, Barack. When he tweeted, it was cool. Yeah, you know, I, I like stick to sports, but like he would always put bo at the end. Dude, he was cool. Like he was yeah. like the, he was cool on Twitter. Yeah, of course. He's cool in real life. I mean, Trump. Not a Trump guy. Again, stick to sports. Like, he's all right. He's not great, and he's not, like, as bad as everyone says, I don't think. I would agree with that. But, like, his Twitter is insane. Oh his Twitter looks it like – It is remarkable. It looks like a 13 It is going to go down in history books it eventually. Re- it really is. Which is insane He probably to knows about. that, too. He probably he, – Yes, dude. He definitely knows They're going to make a textbook yeah. of those tweets. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. If anything crazy that would, happens. That would be pretty funny. Actually. Yeah, dude. Like That's a product somebody He tweeted, the president of the, the leader of the free world tweeted a gif. Yeah. Of him, him actually. Himself. Wrestling a, a pro wrestler in WWE with CNN's logo as the wrestler's head. Now tell me that's oh, not sh- like incredible just to say out loud as a sentence. That is, that it, it really is and amazing. Like, think, well, think about, I think it's easy to compare it. Like think about. Barack Obama like doing that or what would he do he would get or, or yeah yeah he, roasted he, he, yeah, like yeah, just he would they would impeach it. him for that they would just well think about what if he had his normal behavior that he had but then one day he, he just did that he just we'd be like that? he can't do that like, that, that guy, he'd get him out that guy's fucking crazy right get that dude, dude that would raise some serious red flags and now it's like commonplace yeah, yeah you know yeah. like oh. oh the president tweeted 25 times today about oh yeah 
I don't know. I mean, dude, the list caps, the list sure. of things since 2016 that he's Twitter ranted about is yeah. like thousands of topics. Yeah. Ranging from not very funny because it's serious mm-hmm. to like absolute hilarity because it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. there will be thousands of tweets that we're going to have to sift through one day and be like, what? <laughs> yeah. What was going on for this four years? What was? What? Do you think? Okay, you said four years. You think he's gonna get real? I don't know. To be determined. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know, and I don't care. Okay, that's fair. I. It, you know, I don't care. I just like another reason why coming home. It was weird. I just wanted to get away from it all. Okay, yeah, you can like, bring it. Bring it full circle. Kind here. of social media too. I came back. The 2016 election happened while I was gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I stayed up over there and watched it all night. Like. The right. results came in. I was like, when I go home, it's going to be a totally different place. Right. Totally different place. Right. I get off the plane and it's like, it is a totally different place. Yeah. There's just, just like outward, like, you know, and it, obviously the more you get older, the more politicized everything becomes. Like mm-hmm. you start understanding why, like you can get a read on adults of like how they are. Yeah. But like, dude, 50% of people and the other 50% of people are just, slamming heads the yeah. whole time I got yeah. home. Yeah. It's just odd. I just want to take a step away from it. Like, I know. Dude, it, it's bizarre here. It's just, it's yeah, I feel like where you were, it was very, it could be refreshing in a lot of senses because you were away from so much just nonsense and bullshit. And right. And just, just other things that you hear, even if you don't watch the news, you're still going to hear it through, through social media, dude. through other articles online, through other people just randomly talking. Like, if, you know if you're saying? listening to this in America, like don't, don't watch the news and, and like expect that that's really what's happening in the world. Like, right, of course it is so much like anything that happens that's not in this country mm-hmm. gets like totally amplified way out of proportion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, I feel like most things get amplified. Stories. It has to be yes. amplified because it's a, it's a serve. It's a, it's a, inter, it's entertainment, I guess, but it's also, it's news. Like it has to, it be, has to be said louder to be heard on the other side of the world. You have to be able to draw the attention right. of people through your stories. That's right. like, it's just storytelling. Dude, basically. The, the rest of the world, like looks at us as just like, we're the primo entertainment value of the face of the earth right now. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone just has their eyes on us. They're like, yeah. What are they doing over? Yeah. Here? Like some good, some bad. Some countries absolutely adore us. What famous person do you think most people see us as? <laughs> That's tough. I don't know, man. Like movie star. Like yeah. like Western movie star. Like I don't know. Like. That's hard to say. Like, 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 uh, John Wayne. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. some countries Clint, Clint are dated. Eastwood? It just depends on which country you're in. Yeah. Like, like, the British people probably think of us as like those Yanks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those Yanks don't know what they're doing. Like, they're yeah, mad yeah, at yeah. us since the Revolutionary War. Right. right We've right. been salty with them ever since we broke off from them. Right. Right. But then it's like Germany is weird too because they look at us and they're like, David Hasselhoff went there. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like the the country's Baywatch most famous shit. person that goes over there yeah. is like the hero. That's the that's, You know what I yeah, mean? That's 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 our opportunity to like if Bond. They, if it's they bonding. Did, if they did well over here and they're like very well respected and looked up to by those people, then yeah, I think we're not really good at sending our seed elsewhere. You know what I mean? Like we've got that one soccer dude in in the English Premier League, Polisic, mm-hmm. that's like he's our transplant over there, but it's like he doesn't get get as much love, you know what I mean? Well, I feel like well, I feel like a lot of the 
I mean, athletes, actors, actresses. We're good at Olympics. Well, they're all, I think they're famous. Oh, for sure. That's what I'm saying. International, like. But they don't really go somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, if you're in America and you're famous, unless you stay. Unless you're touring, like on a concert. Right. A concert, or I think of even stand-up comedians. Like, some of the comedians go over to to Europe and Asia and Australia and all those other places. Right. but you know what I mean. But though? I, I, I do understand. Yeah, that's a very, 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 very select group of people. That when was the last time an American guy, like American celebrity, just up and moved to like India mm-hmm. and became like their movie star? Right. You know what I mean? Okay. I can Not see, very I see what often. You're saying. It's usually the reverse. Right. Yeah. It, it's America is the last frontier for like everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's like you just get it's magnetizing. Yeah. It's weird, dude. Yeah. Like I could see that. Yeah. You want to say that like. People, we get the best of everyone, mm-hmm. and we kind of do in a sense, you know. Like we got right. Dirk Nowitzki is like the best German basketball player. Like mm-hmm. we got him. Yeah, we got Arnold. Arnold is he German or Austrian? Austrian, Austrian, because he's yeah. in the Austrian military. Yes. Like, but we got Arnold. Yeah, Arnold. you see what I'm saying? Arnold's pretty great, right? I mean, Dirk, <laughs> you got Dirk, you got Arnold. Who else do you fucking need? You know, dude, that's saying? that's a pretty impressive duo. Yeah, no, of I understand. Athlete, I understand completely. I mean, like uh, another like, one that came to mind was like Ichiro. Or, yeah, or somebody, or like babes come to America too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're some really pretty Italian girl, yeah, you go to true. California. That's true. You get the express lane to Cali. You know what I mean? Like Cali or New York. Like, it's it's New, it's almost New like, York's gonna have a lot of for sure. That's that East Coast. Yeah, I like the East Coast better, but well, I've never been to the West Coast. So have you never been to? Uh, see, I never. I, been I can't even say it. California. Never. I've never been to California either. Mm-mm. We should go. Been to seventeen countries. We should absolutely go. And not California. That would be a fun. California is a different country than where that would we be live. A fun trip. Dude, absolutely. Oh yes. Only been west of the Mississippi one time. Really? Where'd Yellowstone. You go? Very cool trip. Okay. That sounds dope. I, very cool trip. I've been trip. to Las Vegas a few times. I've been – actually, I think that's the only place out west that I've really – I might have been to Phoenix, Arizona once. But I, I would like mostly to, Las Vegas. I would like to think that America's nature scene, like, is better or the best in the world, but it's not even close. Nature scene? Try Africa. Try Sahara. Like, oh, yeah, dude. Dude, can, I can't imagine. One of my friends Switzerland went, or some shit. The Alps. Alps were cool. It depends on what, what – like – Wildlife. What? Oh, okay. All right. Well, then that's – Africa. That could be different. See a freaking elephant or yeah. a giraffe that's just true. like interacting. <laughs> Absolutely. One Strange Rock. Absolutely. Great watch. show. Listen, the, uh, the Netflix show One Strange Rock is absolutely incredible. If you non, haven't seen it. Non-point – Four out of ten. Yeah, it's narrated by Will Smith. Will Smith's too corny. In like it. he, he is, <laughs> you're right, you're right. He is a little corny in it, but it's still like it's it's legit. It's like it's like Planet Earth, except I feel like the storytelling and the well, it's not just animals. It's dumbed down. It's more the yeah, it is dumbed down, but it's like it's kind of like a, a lesser cosmos. Have you ever seen the cosmos? It's like cosmos is pretty sciencey, but right. but but one strange rock is like that he still gets into a little bit of the science but it's more so for entertainment purposes for sure cosmos is is entertainment as well but he gets pretty scientific with some of the shit cosmos there. you could like show to a physics class right yeah like that could be homework yeah it's, but it's like fun. one strange rock is more like tv like yeah yes it's, it's good though it's, more it's awesome yeah they talk to astronauts yes dude ash being an astronaut do you watch much? Do you watch much? That, so you. So here's the thing: you don't have a lot of social media. What do you do instead, dude? I like just do. I stay busy with school and work. Yeah, that's true. first and foremost. Okay, so what are you going to school for? 
I'm trying to be a doctor for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, all my, all my for buddy, some reason. I, I love it. Like, that's what I want to do. I could see, yeah. I started well, working in a hospital, and I love it. His like, dad's also a doctor. Being being on that side of the problems, like, in a human body is insane. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wouldn't want anyone else to do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. This isn't I'm, – I'm not saying don't go to your doctor. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying – We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one commercial. My, my friends, yeah, they they said that AT and T commercial with that um, the doctor that just got reinstated. Yeah. Well, not technically. <laughs> Are you nervous? Me too. <laughs> Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. That's how like I uh, feel. We'll that, see you in there. <laughs> that's how it's gonna go for about the last fifteen years yeah, yeah, of yeah. my career. Yeah, yeah. At first, I'm gonna be super nervous and like excited energy. But you'll be you'll be hyper focused. We'll see. I, uh, and then I'll start like get. Yeah. You can't be too confident well, dude, though. Uh, well, no, not in not in not for being sure. A doctor, or right? Because what kind of doctor do you want to be? I don't know yet. Okay, I thought you were wanting to be a surgeon. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Surgery is cool, but I don't know if I could do it. Yeah, it's stressful, man. Yeah, of course. Things go wrong. They go wrong quick, and yeah. you're the guy. And you could get yeah. Lawsuit, it's like a pl- It's like a plane. Yeah, you gotta land that plane. Yeah. Would you sure. want to be a pilot of yeah. a plane? Right. No, I understand. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I I get it. It's things to think about. It's like. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, you just see stuff that will change your outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I saw a guy die, like, for the first time, and I was, that was a big bridge to cross. Like, yeah, I've never seen that before. When you see the inside of a person that's alive, like, that's a big bridge to cross, too. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, you see what happens when things go wrong. Mm-hmm. Every time that you go see that is important. Yeah. And it, But, like, you see it so much that, you know, you r- run the risk of burning out. Mm. And like making mistakes, and I mean, it's something that like it weighs on you. Yeah, it's super cool that what you're doing now, like the job that you're doing now, compared to I wish I could like fast forward five years or something to you being a doctor, right? And you being able to tell those people like I was that fucking dude over there that was the nurse or whatever, right? In, in the behavioral health, I help them out all the time. You know what I'm help saying? Help them out. Yeah, like that's I think that that's that's super. It's like the what I think of is like the gym owner who still like cleans the toilets in his gym <laughs> thing. You know what I'm saying? Like they hopefully they, one day that'll be me. We got to get there first. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I get it. You you'll you'll get there. Just dude. keep chipping. Yeah, no, dude. You'll you'll absolutely get there. But other than my studies and work, yeah, um, running, I run yeah. all the time. Yeah, Richard's I, basically in better shape than I, I am. I started dating a girl, and she was kicking my ass on the treadmill, mm-hmm. like just whooping me. Right. And I'm a competitive. Can't have that. I'm a competitive <laughs> guy and man card. So like I had to get my ass like in form. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I want to have her beat me. Right. So, Did you do much running beforehand? Hated it. Oh, I played okay. football and like okay. recreational basketball is where mm-hmm. I got my most run. Mm-hmm. And I'll run quite a bit. Like I was in decent shape, mm-hmm. but – Running on a treadmill or running outside. Yeah. Running on treadmills cheating. Running outside, that's okay. legit. All right, that's fair. But running, period, never was a fan. I always bite. Mm. I bike all the time. Yeah. Like, because football is hard on your <clears throat> joints. And, like, you know, I mean, a nick here, a knock there, like mm-hmm. your ankles, your feet, your knees, your hips. Yeah. Everything on you hurts. Yeah. So running, like, Without football, it's not that bad, mm-hmm. you know. Right, right. It's just maintenance and stretching. Right. Well, that's why I went from from football weightlifting to just like 
more so bodybuilding and just right. recreational lifting. Because your joints aren't as stressed all well, the time. Well, yeah, well, yeah, and I also wasn't doing all the running and the hitting and everything else on top. Cutting of it. and the main, yeah, the main shit that I liked was the was the lifting. So that's why I stuck with the lifting. Cutting and jumping and getting hit are the worst things you can do to your body, and I can't stop doing them. I mean, basically, I, yeah. I also play ball at yeah. least once a week, at yeah. least. Two, two, three times a week. Yeah, shooting hoops, man. I don't know. I don't know how bad it would necessarily. It depends on. It depends on. I guess it depends on tons of different. And factors. it depends on how hard you go. Right. What is your say, intensity it's, level? It's gonna be your intensity level, and then how frequently what, you do that. What's how, your range of motion? Yeah, of course. Like you get. Well, so, if you're moving incorrectly over and over again, or if you're moving correctly over and over again. Yeah, you know, but it's it's your your you body's get fatigue. Your, well, your body's pretty efficient at what it does, but it's just like if you have shitty movement patterns right. and you constantly stress those then it's not going to be so great but that's why lifting can be so helpful because right. you can get under a heavier load and make sure that your movement patterns and your range of motion are sufficient it keeps things fluid running yeah. fluidly yeah 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 you know what i mean Absolutely. like if you're out here lanking around like whipping fastballs you- or shooting hoops it's like that's high impact and it's not necessarily like giving your muscle fibers the attention they deserve to be. It's it's more so repetition abuse right. as opposed to straining over like a one rep max. Right. You know, there's a difference, but you need both. Wear and tear. You need you need you need both so that you can recover properly pro- properly from from either one. Because just doing for lifting, sure, just doing lifting isn't going to make the football player the best possible. But just doing running also isn't going to make that football exactly. player the best. It's going to make him a marathon runner. Right, right, and it's just it's going to make them vulnerable for weakness because right. if you're not strong in the like in those loaded positions that you're going to be carrying over to the field, it's just you're not going to perform as well. You're not going to be as powerful. It's not going to be as safe, and you're yeah, you're just not going to be as strong necessarily as the other individual. Dude, what's what's wild to me is like from running now, mm-hmm. I have a greater appreciation of how runners are built, mm-hmm. like runner body types. Like looking at an Olympic sprinter that's got like thighs the size of like rugby balls. Right, right. His thighs are their thighs are huge. Mm-hmm. Their shoulders are huge. Yeah. Everything on him is they're just bulging. Well, you have to. You know what I mean? But then you look at a guy that runs like the two hundred. Mm-hmm. He's a little leaner, just yeah. a little leaner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like then you get a guy like Bolt that's just a godsend right. of speed. Right. It, like the perfect running body. Yeah. And form. And, and swagger. Of course. The dude's course. cool as hell. Of course, of course. I think he's like the coolest runner ever. I uh, Yeah, 100% agree. Me and uh, me and my girlfriend's family were actually talking how she's from Iceland. We were talking about Icelandic like lifters and just strong men. They're and built just, for that. Oh, they're the, I mean, it's Vikings basically. But I, w- I was telling them how like it matters. Like my wrist, you look at my wrist, my wrists are pretty small. It's like, but you go and look at like a strongman from iceland it's just people are built differently structurally some some stone person from kazakhstan you know, you know or something <laughs> their 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 wrists are going to be huge yeah and they're made they're better suited Through to lift centuries, heavier weights yeah yeah if not millennia. same thing with calves like you see those those people that are short and stocky have the big calves it's like yeah they're probably more suited to lift heavier weights right. than someone like me who's got you know fucking extended ankles basically right. and it's just like if you but but I'm more I'm more suited for running and jumping and like you know more things like that yeah um so it's just it, there there's different trade-offs but a lot of the people that you see at the top like you Usain Bolt like he's built 
the way he is because it's perfect for running. Yeah, he dude. has long legs. He's taller. For sure. He's, like he he's strong. He's quick. He's explosive. Like uh, and his speed. Like you can't you cannot teach that. Like no. I you can't he's just born. No matter that way. how many steroids I take right. and the coaches you give me. I am not going to beat Usain Bolt in a race, and I'm completely aware and okay with that. Natural selection is working on people, too. It, it absolutely it's does. It's just genes, dude. It's just like the yeah. written instruction for what you are, what you're going to do. Going to med school is a big factor in this. Genes are incredible, well, just, dude. Just realizing the 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 sack of meat that we are basically, you know what I'm saying? Like we are a biological, like I say that, but then also we're this insane machine of a being that just like, it, it can't be replicated basically anywhere it's, else. You're basically like one big floppy gym bag, <laughs> like, right. and you unzip it and there's a bunch of water balloons inside of you Ooh. of just fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. Just, and but you got to keep them all in balance and they all interact all, with each all other all the with time. Each other. It's insane. And like, it's like, yeah. If one thing goes wrong, they all just <laughs> like well, 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 they do to a certain. But what's also cool is like feedback. How it fixes itself is pretty incredible. It's absolutely and, insane, and, and it's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. The like, body is when you well, find you out for, like when your body's like, dude, you're running out of glucose. You're running out of fuel. Right, right. Do something. Yes, yes. your body will make you get glucose. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like. It has these mechanisms that, you know, it, it takes years, if not decades, to finally figure out, like, oh, if it's oh. this, then this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And imagine the well, first- it's an ongoing process. Imagine the first guy, the first human being that was just like, that person over there is dead. I don't think they're really going to care too much if we just cut them open and look inside of them. <laughs> right. right. Who thought that? <laughs> right. Who was the first psycho that and, was like, hey, then, let's figure this thing out? Like, yeah. To, what do you think was going was through first, his? Who was the first human to, to cut, cut open, to cut open and not human. eat them? Because I'm sure somebody ate somebody well, before that. Yeah, definitely. So like we're gonna we're gonna eat him. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, like, but I also feel like you think do you think at one point in the beginning it was more so? I'm sure there was some people that definitely cut them open open just for like experiential things. So they probably did it to animals. Some ceremony probably, or something. They probably did it to animals, right. but then also just people who die. Um, like in a plane crash or something, they get chopped in half basically. And then you see all their insides and then someone's like, Oh, maybe we should check out what's going on inside the well, body. Might as well just take a little sample of this and figure <laughs> out that. You, right? know what I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying though? There's probably like some, or, or getting it. Like I say plane crash, like that's what the first person ever is going <laughs> to, they're going to discover. Well, what do you think it's gonna it was? So, it's going to be more so like a, a jagged rock or like not a, okay, not a jagged rock. More like a sword. So you think it happened by coincidence? Well, think of what what was the first year that Dude, you I think, feel like they definitely started chopping on people before they made swords. You th- Okay, right. So that's why I said a jagged rock. Dude, I don't know. And I really, it's it's weird to think about, isn't it's, it? It's very like, What do you think that first person was like? Let's figure this out. Could you imagine how shitty life was they, back then? They would have to have some sort of language you figured out by You don't have then. any medicine. You get sick with the most basic shit, you're it's done. Over. And so is everyone around you. <laughs> yeah. Because it's your fault. Yeah. You got everyone else sick too, and now the whole village is dead. The stuff that they had to go through. It's crazy. For us to be where we are right, right. now. Right. I, I don't know when modern medicine like took off. Like it isn't, not obviously it's current state, mm. but like, like when they first started being like, no, 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 there's something wrong with this person. We should get them over there. 
Do you know think, what I mean? Start you think isolating that, you patients. Think, I feel like the internet was a big play in that because you could relay information and look up information much more quickly than if you're just going to write a letter to somebody or call somebody on the phone. Like there, there's more available information at your disposal. Oh yeah, at dude. any given time for sure. So it makes you ask better questions, and then makes you, you know what I'm saying? Like well, everything, getting, everything speeds up. We're getting better and better at it every year. Yeah, like definitely. not just with medicine, but like everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, everything. Like we're getting better and better and better at it. But it's like I just want to know what that first guy was thinking. Like you know how I mean they invented a wheel. Yeah. Like the first guy must have been thinking something crazy then too. Right. They invented, well, they invent fire, but they figured it out. Right. right. First person to be like, let's cook this. Right. Like, hey, let's put this. That's something to think about. Well, think about with the, I think the, I think salt is also cool. How they discovered how Curing, if, you, if you put salt on things, it eat, makes it last longer. keep it. It's dude, really that's cool. wild. To preserve, like, it, to preserve it. And then you fast forward today and we have just the, you know, fridge with full of shit upstairs. And, and we fast forward to today where people are just like, I'm going to tweet some 15 times today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Instead yeah. of figuring out like, hey, we should figure out like. How to cook stuff. <laughs> right. You know what? I was talking. We've devolved. Whenever me and uh, me and Mal were having, um, uh, me and my girlfriend were having a um, steak dinner the other night and we were talking about, because she's she loves to cook. She's a great cook. Um, and I can cook okay. Uh, but we were, I was just talking about how it's such a primal skill to learn. And cooking? It's, yeah. It's just like, it, and think about like whenever there's an apocalypse, like if you know how to, to, to put certain ingredients together to to taste good or to in the case of an apocalypse to make sure that your deficiency is filled in a certain area um or something like that like that's super important to know how to do uh and just to cook in general obviously is awesome whenever you can prepare a meal for your friends it's just like the most it's a very genuine act that has gone back millennia like for the long as long as time sharing a meal with another person like that's one of the most human things that you can do. It's satisfying for both genders equally too, I think. Yeah. Well, like humans. Men, men are like macho, like I'm going to go get this food for everybody. Right. Look Hunter. at me. Yeah. 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 And then it's like, girls are like, I want to nurture these people. Yeah. And it's like, it's satisfying for both parties, you know? Yeah. Like I'll go get the food. You right. cook it up. Right. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, of course. And, and I feel like in a very primal way, it's also like a sign of who the alpha is. In a okay. community. Yeah. Like, I could go get the most bread for you all. You know That's what I mean? Fair. I could go That's... get the most meat. I'm the guy. I was going to say, you can kill the whatever, the biggest animal. I'm or... that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Everyone in the village will respect you. Of course. And then you have to play in, in that scenario. You're going to have to, you have to play your role. If you're another hunter or if you're, uh, you know, whatever, or if you're the town doctor, because you know they have town doctors as in it's probably like some type of witchcraft or like they're the they're the uh those guys the with the big or beaks on or you ever see those the bubonic plague doctors yeah, yes, with I the have. big beaks and yeah. they've got like spices in the thing yeah you know what i'm saying what would your medieval job be dude my medieval job? i see you as like no you're not cool enough to be a blacksmith i bet you were blacksmith like would be dope as fuck though that would be a good one blacksmith you just sit there and hammer cool. stuff all day it would be now that i think about it it'd probably be terrible though it, it sounds cool. It looks cool. I think I would but like the to, actual job of it. That, now that I think about it, sounds fucking terrible. I would like to have one of the wheelbarrows full of like, like a wood old wooden wheelbarrow carrying stuff all day, like okay. fruit to okay. a market. Because that's like primo slapstick comedy 
Some gold. Okay. Like I've got a big wheelbarrow full of like melons or something. Right. And I've got right. like like hay in it too. Okay, and somebody okay. just knocks it over. Like, hey, <laughs> those are my melons. That would be, I would like to be like the food seller. Like my stand is like made of sticks too. And sometimes it just gets like crashed. Right, right, right. Or just breaks. Because yeah, because it's, it's just sticks. It's just shitty. Dude, I wonder if there was an era in human history where like, we sold stuff and like we were kind of how we are now. Yeah. But like everything was made of sticks. Mm. Like we haven't figured out metal yet <laughs> or like good wood. It was just a bunch of sticks tied together. Yeah, because you don't, they don't know about Pe- metal dude, or steel. People or used to sleep on hay. Right. On grass. Yeah. Dead grass. I know. It's with insane. bugs and shit in it. It's, like it's insane to think about. And now you sleep on like, you can sleep on whatever you want to sleep well, on. Well, think about even, think about even like in the middle of like where we are now. And then, like, what, like, caveman area shit. It's like... They slept on rocks. Well, I'm, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm thinking about, thinking about, like, whenever electricity hasn't even been made yet, and you just literally had candles and shit, and used fire. Light, and then, like, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't have electricity. Think about even, like, water, like, how did they, with... Oh, I think with the baths and shit, they, they literally, like, heated up the water. Oh, with fire, fire, yeah. And then just used that. Could you imagine having to fucking do that? I don't think that would that? be that would be fun for about one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> one yeah. day, yeah, and yeah. it was like, oh, we got to go get more wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we need we fire a lot. Tiny cabin day, for sure. Chill a tiny cabin, dude. Camping is. Uh, I've done some we glorified give him, camping. We got to give them context. Glorified camping in yeah. like air conditioned cabins and right. like. Not camping at all, sleeping outside. Yeah, that's so I've seen two spectrums of the outdoor world. The story you told me that was like a super low low for you when you were sleeping outside, dude. Sleeping outside, where the other country in Scotland, in, Scotland. in the Scottish Highlands, you need to tell which that. are cold and wet. For those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. cold and wet, right. super cold and super wet. <laughs> right. And I had no tent, a hoodie, right. a raincoat, and jeans, right, 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 and a backpack, and like. I just slept outside. Quote, sl- slept for about 15 minutes. Bro, why did you sleep outside? I, dude, I, I don't know how to explain it. I really don't. It was just like a feeling that I had of like, this is something I want to go do. No plans going in. So I just, the only thing was that it like a mental toughness thing? Kind of. It was just cool. Like, man, I, I, you were I, in Scotland. I slept like, in a it. Scottish bog, like freaking Mel Gibson Braveheart style. <laughs> I yeah. slept in a bog. Yeah, get yeah. like, Dude, I, I get chills thinking about it. Like, yeah. it was the the worst night of my life. I was cold as hell, mm. shivering. I get chills thinking Dude, about it. Dude, just wet. Yeah. It rained all night, and I was soaked, and I woke up. As soon as the sun came up, I walked to the closest train station, mm. which was through a bog, mm-hmm. which is wet. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I stepped in this grass, what I thought was grass, and l- almost lost my shoe oh, in a bog. That's a war. Shoe, gone, almost. I reached <laughs> in there and got it. Those damn bogs. Dude, and it, it was like a like three-foot puddle, but with grass on top. Right, right, right. And so I get to the train station, get on the train, the first train back, and I'm like, I get to a gas station, and I'm drying out all my clothes on the hand warmer. <laughs> <laughs> And it was, you know, but it was like, it was like the worst night of my life. But like, I got on that train and I did it again the next two nights. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. so fun. It was just like Dude. I was solo, by myself, no, almost no communication. Didn't with you anyone. meet up with those one? Wasn't there one Scottish dude that you met with? I met a group of Scottish people and like had a great time with them at Loch Ness. 
So my next stop, Loch Ness. The first stop of this bog, it wasn't a random bog. Right. It was a bog where, if you've ever watched Harry Potter, mm. the Hogwarts train goes on. Oh shit! Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. I can show it to you if you yeah, don't know yeah, what I'm yeah. talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. The train has like a steam coming out of it. Now, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. on a modern train. I was butthurt because I wanted to be on the Harry Potter train. Right, right. But it's only like on during certain times of the years because it. it's like steam powered it, or some old, super crowded some super too. old Scottish thing. Yeah, right. And so I go there and I slept like right by the Harry Potter bridge. Right. That's Second stop on the Scottish, Scottish trip was Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Meet up with those Scottish people and like. Scottish people are probably the hardest people, hardest English speakers on the planet to understand. They're like, I, 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 it's like chopped up. It, it is chopped up English. It's like it's very yeah. It's very like hillbilly, like British language. I, yeah, it, it's <laughs> they in the Highlands, you know, <laughs> and they talk and they talk like they. Uh, and, and you're like, dude, I know you're speaking English right now, <laughs> yeah. but you're gonna have to say that again. I'm sorry. <laughs> it really is like hillbilly British people. <laughs> yeah. It, what's crazy? Irish. What's too. craziest about Scotland? Yeah. Is the majority of the people in Appalachia come mm. from Scotland mm. and you can see it in their faces. They yeah. look like you and me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like we've been here for, I don't know when your family got here, but mine's right. been here for like two, maybe one fifty years ish mm. from, I don't even know what old country Shoot. I'm from. Right. Right. But like, I can tell that those people in Scotland, they look like people I see here all the time. Yeah. No, that's, I could, I could, I could definitely imagine that. Sleeping outside though, don't don't recommend it. <laughs> Dude, I cannot just be prepared. Like, I cannot believe you fucking did. That. It would have been fun if it was if there was good weather first and foremost. Right. You know, if it's sixty five degrees and sunny, yeah, it's all. That's good. the time to go camp. Yeah, it's all good. Don't ever camp in the rain. Yeah. Always check the weather. Yeah. Didn't that's. I also got rained on in Germany while I was camping. Oh shit! The like, most, were you in like a tent? Most vivid in a tent, but still got wet. Like got it. it didn't hold up. No, nah, it didn't work. Nah, nah no roof course. over our head. No, nah, of course. A bag of pretzels, like break stick pretzels, like regular pretzels, right. soggiest. Like there was like a bag. Like Is that a, all you had? Like a Sam's Club bag. Right. No, we had some meats too. We we grilled those, so okay. it was good because we had hot food. All right, that's, but like, that's fair. This bag of pretzels got wet. And there were four dudes in this tent, and this bag of pretzels was just mushed all over the floor. <laughs> like, who, who, damn it, who opened this bag of pretzels? They're just squished on all our clothes and everything. It's dark, and it's like somebody just, like, their foot squished into the bag. And right. I think it was my buddy Aaron Dyke. Dyke just goes, oh, what is that on my foot? He's like, is that shit? And it was a bag of mushed up pretzels. And it's like, Dude, who oh, opened this? Just some soggy bread. Oh, dude, it was, it was grody. So sleeping outside is gross. Like you got to go in thinking like, this is gonna be gross. Yeah, of course. But the hot shower. Oh yeah. The next yeah. day is like, dude. Every I can remember every shower that I took after being gross outside. Really? Yeah, dude. It was that magical, dude. Because it was cold and you're like wet and you got freaking dried up pretzel on you, <laughs> and you just <laughs> right. get home. It's like the hottest shower ever. Right. Showers are like. Probably my favorite part of the day. You don't, you don't, yeah. Well, you don't realize showering until, is the best until until you don't have access to a very hot shower. You just don't respect it the way that you should. Right, a nice hot shower at your own pace, nothing better, dude. At your own pace, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. At the end of a long at day, your own pace. 
at the end of a long day, right or before, right before bed, or, or right, right when you wake up. Right when you There's wake up. never a wrong time. You're right. For a hot shower. You're right. You're you know right. what I mean? Like you're right. Shower beers. Unless unless you're about to go outside and it's very hot. You ever drink a beer and then it doesn't hold. No. Then you put all your clothes back well, on and you're still you sweating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get heat flash. The shower. Mom, mom always says that shower didn't hold. The first one didn't take, is okay. what she says. <laughs> the first shower didn't take. You got to go take another and you, one. You're you sweating. Because you go outside, then it's humid, and you get all sweaty. All the people at center had lingo for it. Gross. They called it the post-shower sweats. Post-shower, yeah. That's PSS. The PSS. <laughs> that is post-shower sweat syndrome. That's actually amazing. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's like... I get it, yeah. Hot yeah. shower, give it to me. Have you ever done... I, I know you've done a cold shower before. For sure. Okay. Because not like... And obviously not by choice also sometimes hits the spot though yeah okay underrated all right but i can't i'm a big old baby about it like i won't just turn it on cold and everybody, jump in everybody is you got to go gradually to cold yes and sometimes that feels really good uh, yeah if like you sometimes do, you have yeah. a headache or something mm-hmm. it's like whoa that feels awesome or if you're just feeling kind of groggy and lethargic wake up getting in the shower and just 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 do it real quick just turn that bitch down and then yeah, try it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just try it out. No. Hot shower, try it out. Cold I'm, shower, try I'm it out. You, what about uh, what about sauna? Dry sauna, I like wet sauna better. Steaming, okay. Big steam guy. Okay, love the steam. Have you ever done uh, contrast therapy? So like hot and cold, like back and forth. No, I've done a cold tub. Okay, cold tub. I've is, done hot tub than pool. Pool was pretty cold. Dude, you ever been in like a legit cold tub? Uh, I feel like I have at some point, at least once. First, first really irresponsible purchase I'm going to make, like when I have disposable income, is going to be a cold tub for myself. Okay. Cold tubs are like, if you've never been in a cold tub because you're like being a baby, just do it. Right, right, right. Do it for three minutes. Yeah. Like bare minimum two. Do it, do, just do it as a mental toughness. Thing. I would do them after every football practice for seven minutes. Mm. Seven minutes in a cold tub and it's like your body didn't even do what it just did. I know did. a lot of the UK football players that did it You don't even feel it. Yeah. Like I got in, sometimes I feel adventurous and I put my whole head under for like a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I always go below my heart. Mm. Somebody told me some old wives tale like if you make your heart cold it'll mess everything up. Like you don't want your heart to be cold. And I was like, Whatever, I believe him. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's true. I mean, it's definitely bro science, but like, it's also well, maybe. Just, well, it, I mean, your body regulates its temperature, obviously, but, for sure. So maybe going up to your heart, it would make you. It would make your body colder faster. Faster. So right, but, but it's not necessarily because your no, heart. It's just because no. more of your body is submerged. But as a baby, like I would, I would do it. Like I never got what never went sub nip. Yeah, because your nips, dude. That's yeah. like it gets really cold. It does. It, 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 that's when it takes your breath away. Too. Nips have like this weird temperature sensation about them, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Like for guys and girls, it's like right. nips don't like to be cold. That's true. <laughs> like, well, well, uh, yeah, I guess they don't like to be. I don't they're know. They're just hard. They don't give a fuck. They're fucking biological. Know, they're, but if they get if they get cold, then they're they get sensitive. Hard. But that's what is the biological evolution? I haven't hit it that? yet, but I'm excited for it. What is that? I was trying to think of what that would be for. Nips get cold and they stay hard. I don't know what the term for that is, and I'm sure I'll figure it out someday. But yeah, you got to let me know whenever you figure that out. It's weird. I never went sub-nip, but the cold tub, like, dude, it really was just like any inflammatory spot on your body, mm. like, tears. Yeah. Bet It's awesome for therapy. You sprain your ankle, you got to hit that thing, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know how familiar you are with game ready. You know what game readies are? Is that the, like, the, big, one? the big things that goes over? Compression and ice at the same time. Oh, okay. 
So it's like a sleeve you put on, right. and it squeezes you like a it's blood like, pressure cup. I was going to say, it's like a big blood pressure cup. And That's exactly it pumps what it is. ice water through it, too. That's pretty cool. Dude, it, I've seen those before, but I didn't realize exactly what they're... That makes sense. There are some of pro course, athletes that have them that go th- for their whole legs. Right. That's what I've seen. That's what I've seen. So they'll like sit goes there. all the way up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For your thighs, knees, yes. ankle. Dude, that sounds awesome to yeah, me. Yeah, that would be incredible, actually. It's, running makes different parts of your body sore. Yeah. Like your shins. Yeah. Never ever would have pegged my shins to be sore one day. You right. Know? Yeah. You don't but think about it. You got to stretch it. Yeah. Running and yoga go together. And I'm I'm not as disciplined with the yoga as I am about the running. I haven't I have not gotten into the yoga stuff. As it much. just takes a long time. And yeah. for a guy like, I don't know, kind of man card, kind of not. It's no, like I new wave. Ju- I don't judge it. I, you don't, know, I don't judge it. Because tough guys do yoga too. Yeah. And like I don't judge Rogan it. does yoga. I was just saying, I'm probably a fan. I'm probably a fan of it because Rogan does. Fighters it. do yoga. Rogan's a badass. It's so. good for you. Yeah. Like, and you know, it, every every time I do it, I feel better. But it just takes so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I'll just hit a light little stretch. Yeah. But the I think d- it's, I think it's more so. It's it's an it's how long is it? You're 30 minutes for an hour. You can get a good one in like 15. Okay. Dude, so, it's as long as you want well, it to what be. I'm saying you is, know what I mean? It's very meditative in the sense that you're not doing anything for an hour. except stretching. You with, know what I'm saying? With no screens? Right. Exactly. Because no. even with lifting, you can have your phone mm-hmm. in between sets. Distracting. And it's fucking... And it's... Yeah. And with, with, with yoga, though, it is meditative in the sense that you are very focused on your breathing and you're very aware of your body. Uh, your proprioception is very high. So that's your, For your, sure, your body awareness. Yeah. It's like, it. you just, it's much different, I think, than lifting in the sense that, well, I guess some people lift without their phone as well. But if if you can do that, then it's that's- It's more yoga-like. It's just more meditative. Yeah. Yoga is more meditative and calm and peaceful and thoughtful than something like lifting is. Lifting is more aggressive- uh, and I feel like you have to be more precise. You have to, you can't be as it's lo- more calculated. You can't have to be as loose. You have to be more tight and you have to be more fight or flight ready to go. What takes yoga over the top for me is if you have a good teacher. Uh, yeah. What did they do? Did they talk you through it? Yes. Okay. So a lot of yoga practices that I've done with like a leader or like a teacher right. of the class. Guided yoga. Sometimes they'll tell you like to look. Dude, the best teachers are the ones that make you aware of your other senses. Ooh. So not just like they're not just like a stretching coach, but like the teachers that will be like, um, I want you to uh, close your eyes. Okay. You know, and like don't close them too tight, and focus on what the taste is on the tip of your tongue right now. Ooh, interesting. It's weird. I never thought about the that. best teachers are the ones that get creative about it and like introduce new ways. That's cool. You know, sometimes they'll be like, if you're on a hardwood floor, like. Notice the unevenness of the planks in between your toes. Okay. Or like listen for creaks if you're on an old floor. That's pretty dope. It's I do, cool. I just, do like that. Just be more aware well, of what's very, going on. Very minute pressure that you don't always think about, like in your foot in a certain area. Yes, dude. It's like the the best ones I think are female instructors because because uh, yeah. I mean I feel like that's just how female brain operates. Mm-hmm. Like what's going on? They're on more your- they're more sensitive to everything. How does how does your fourth toe feel right. on your left foot right now? Right, it's like right. they notice. They stuff have to be like very that. aware. Guys are just like, how much weight is on the bar? Give it to me. Yeah, yeah. I, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can see that. It's more. <sighs> I think with fitness, though, the best policy is to do dichotomies, like you said earlier, about well, like yeah. running and lifting. Like mm. you need to do both in a good, healthy balance. Right. Yeah. 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 It's it's it's. 
it's a little bit of everything. I think so. It's basically, so you need to lift, you need to resistance train because you can, you can use heavier loads that aren't possible by running or stretching or whatever. Like you can't, right. you, you have can't, to do that you sooner or later. You can't mimic resistance tra- training through, maybe it depends on, it also depends on the person because like a, uh, an elderly person walking on a high speed on an incline can actually build their muscles up if they're right. so detrained to a point that their muscles, uh, you know, can't handle any external load basically. Right. So you have to walk, but even that walking is going to build muscle in them because that's enough of a stimulus to their muscles to, to force themselves to grow. But for, for somebody like me or something, just walking on, this is why it's so ridiculous whenever you see girls on the stair stepper when they're going up the stair stepper and then they like fling their leg back or whatever to try and build their glutes there's not enough load there you're and just being a normal human well, you're, you're just, just walking around well, you're just you're just like that movement is unnecessary yeah like you're not building your glutes yeah. in that moment because there's not enough load you have to have enough load on those muscles to force them to adapt. Right. Maybe if it was an elderly person doing that, I guess it could be possible, but there's better and more efficient and less uh, in, injurious. Uh, your your risk of injury is much lower uh, by doing other things like forms of weightlifting or body weight or something like that, as opposed to kicking your leg back on a stair stepper. But it's like, yeah, you it, it depends on who the person is. Uh, but yeah, so you need resistance training so that you can you can use heavier loads, but then you also need uh, like so like endurance because that's more cardiovascular activity. You're working different energy systems as well with that, and you're you're not using the the anaerobic energy system which you use during lifting, which right. is which is short bursts. You're using different energy systems and during that, so you're using short bursts. Uh, under heavier loads, but then you're resting for longer periods of time. But with endurance running, you're going like 70% the majority of the time. With right. lifting, it's like 100%, 20%, 100%, 20%. Right. And then so with, with running, then it's going to be like a consistent 70%. Your heart rate is going to... Those s- Orange Theory people hit the nail on the head, didn't they? I, I like Orange Theory, but like... For, for the most part. But the only problem with Orange Theory is there's going to be a ceiling that you're going to reach that you're not necessarily like, you can always, I guess, get faster on the bike or something like you can beat your old time, right. but it's like, as long as I don't know if orange theory includes weightlifting as much. I don't think so. But I think you, it's just the, cardio. The thing, what I'm saying is that you, you need to have some type of structure to, to your plan so that you can know that you're progressing. That's why right. like going into the right. gym and constantly doing like a hodgepodge of different exercises and reps and whatever, like that can work up to a certain extent, but to somebody who's an intermediate to an advanced lifter, like me, who's been lifting whatever, like eight years or whatever, I can't just go in necessarily, even though I still do. But if I want to make serious progress, I need to make sure that I am consistent enough over the weeks to know that, okay, week one, I was doing 225 for six reps, but in week eight, I'm doing 225 for 10 reps. Right. So then I know that I'm making progression. But if I just did, if I did flat barbell bench press week one, 
Week two, I did incline dumbbell press. Week three, I did chest flies. It's hard to measure your you improvement. Right. You, you don't know if you're improving. So yeah. you, you can't change certain variables because that's that's what you need to make sure that you're doing in order to progress. If you don't care as much about that, you can just go in and like work hard necessarily. You can go in and just try and train hard, but you're still, just because you lift hard all the time doesn't mean that you're making the best progress you possibly right. could. There's more strategic. That's whenever you get into periodization where you fluctuate with your your intensities and the amount of volume that you do. So like the amount of sets and reps that you do right. compared to the, like, are you doing 80% of your one rep max? Are you doing 70% of your one rep max? Like that's whenever you have to, you have a cup, right? And you fill up that water. If you fill it up with a lot of intensity, you should probably die down the volume a little bit. Right. So how many sets and reps you're doing. Like if you're going really hard, lifting really heavy weight, you're not going to be able to lift really heavy weight for eight sets. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you have to, you have to, if your intensity goes up. Or like for two weeks. Right, right, right. You can't keep at 90% of your one rep max sure. over and over again right. for, for two weeks long. Like you, that's the thing that people don't, they don't take into, they don't take into account the fatigue part of it we our bodies fatigue over time and you have to rest Dude, yeah. to let that fatigue can, come back down can you imagine if like the nfl football season was just year round right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. like yeah well even give him a break <laughs> like, God. Yeah, exactly but... although he did he knows what he signed up for i'm just teasing <laughs> that's a callback that's a, joke that's an inside joke i was about to spit up my wine while i was drinking i mean but even let think, him play but he, yeah. <laughs> well even even think about um like just our daily lives and our careers and things like we have a weekend for a reason right you know what i'm saying you like don't work 365 days a year right it's weird to think about but it's like we do that so that we can work five days a week mm-hmm. we have two days off so that we can work five days a week. five on two on is like a really good policy you I know think, what i'm saying for like life the in nine to five even that like that's about what we got for sure you know what i'm saying maximum like efficiency right i so, don't know some people abuse the nine to five some people like yeah. just loaf you know and like Problem causers, problem solvers. Well, that's but a whole different subject. For sure. Because those people, you know what I'm saying? It's not because they can't do more. Nine it's to five is a, a good amount. And yes. five to two is a good amount. Yeah. Like that's yeah. 40 hours a week out of how many hours in a week? Right. 24 times seven. Right. I'm bad at math. I don't know what it is. Fucking, <laughs> fucking a decent amount. But it's like a third. Right. Because it is. Eight hours, a third of your day. Right. So it's yeah. a third. No, that's perfect. And then you you sleep you sleep for whatever another third. Yeah, you sleep you sleep for. What a do you do amount. with the rest of the third? Well, you have to you have to. Well, I mean, what do you do? With that's the rest usually of the that's third? usually where relaxation comes into play. How do you relax? How do I relax? Yeah. Usually it's it's cooking food. So making making food, just eating and enjoying a movie. That's usually my ritual every night. Like my Apple Bill. Has what been, kind of movies? It depends on what mood I'm in. I don't do. I don't do. So st- movies and I not TV. No, no. Unless movies are good. I only watch. I only. Well, well, it depends. What actually? Here's here's how my day works. I'll I'll work whatever a couple hours in the morning, and then I'll have lunch. And at lunch, I watch one TV show. So it's like forty five right. minutes long. Okay. I, I'm watching Billions right now. It's a great show. Um. So I'll I'll make my food and then have that playing. And so whenever that show ends, forty five minutes to an hour, then I know okay, it's about time to get back to work. I, hear you. I use that, and then I'll I'll work again for for several hours. And then my cutoff point is whenever I go to the gym. 
So that's like where I end my day because I mean, my schedule, I can kind of make it how I want it, but that's, this is my routine each day. Um, so then I cut it off by going to the gym. So then I, I stop work, shut down my laptop, get my, uh, workout clothes on, and then I'll go to the gym. And then whenever I get, basically by that time, all my work is mostly done. Sometimes later on in the night, if I'm feeling, uh, creative or whatever, like inspired to work. Cause sometimes that does happen. I'll work late at night. Um, or if it's just like answering emails or I want to get a jump start on the next day, um, I'll do that. But typically I'll go to the gym and then I'll come back from the gym and then I'll, uh, I'll figure out what I'm eating for dinner. And then I'll also start scrolling through the movies right? because I want to make sure that whenever my dinner is ready, I'm watching a movie. Do as you well. ever know though, like when you wake up at the beginning of the day, like I'm gonna watch this movie tonight. Do you ever think about a movie all day, like with expectations, and then watch it? Uh, yeah. Often. What was the last time? What was the last time a movie like that let you down? Like, what was the last movie you were hyped I got to it. watch? And then I got you're like, that got sucked. It. You want to know? This is gonna be a surprising answer to a lot of people. Go off, but I'm gonna dude. be a hundred percent honest. Also, it's, rate it out of ten. It's a very. Why well, didn't finish it? So is that a zero? I is that an automatic it. zero? I can't. 0.1 because you attempted? It's, it's a disqualification is what it is. Write it out of 10. I'll give it a zero. You want to know what you movie? You don't finish a movie? You, that's a zero. You want to know what movie it what was? What was it? Pulp Fiction. Really? Yep. I like that movie. A lot of people fucking do. I don't know what but I, I don't know. Rated. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. It dep- Like sometimes the mood that I'm in, it has to match up more with a movie. And that, that can be the danger of having a predetermined movie. Right ready to go right, because because despite whatever mood you're in you're like oh fuck it i'm gonna watch pulp fiction and pulp fiction you know quentin tarantino movie and it's it's got a more serious vibe to it you know what i'm yeah. saying obviously there's funny parts and things like that but it's got a more serious vibe to it and i was feeling i wasn't feeling super into a movie like that whenever i watched it so i think if i gave it maybe another chance if i was maybe in the right atmosphere the, the right environment i think i would probably like it more you should it's but a I, decent movie i know i, I know of course it right. is like it's objectively it, it wouldn't be that popular exactly. if it was like the worst like just because i i don't think it like just because i didn't finish it doesn't mean it's not yeah. a good movie i don't think it would be a thing if everyone that watched it just turned it off <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's, that's what i'm saying so it's like honestly that's the last movie that that did that for me, but I think I need to, I need to go back in and rewatch it. We'll spin um, this the other way. What's the last time you watched a movie that you were not expecting to watch and exceeded your expectations? Um, like one that you just picked on a whim and it was like really good that you weren't expecting. Uh, there's this movie that me and Mal watched together actually. And it was, um, she, she had, she had picked it, but I agreed with it. I was like, all right, cool. What we is can, it? We can do this. It's called Room. And Room? It, it's called Room. I'm pretty sure that's the name of it. But it's uh it's basically about this this little uh there's this little girl and this mom, and they are locked in this shed that this crazy dude has locked them in. So that's why it's called Room. Like, it sounds scary, dude. It, it's not scary though. I don't like scary movies. It's more of like uh it's not a scary. It's a shitty movie in the fact that like, oh, this is terrible. Like this, this, this yeah. is really shitty. What yeah. happened? It just, it was very cruel what they did. Right. Um. But yeah, there was basically these this this older lady and this mom and this little girl. Um. And it was just their story of them in that room. And it and then it was just they were basically showing how they were trying to get out. Spoiler: and so, Did they get out? No. I, 
Spoiler. Spoiler. Spo- stop. If you're going to watch it, don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they get out? So, yes. You've been warned. Of course they, they get, get out. out. Of, of course, course they do. Of course they get That'll out. That would be the worst movie ever right, if they right. didn't get out. Of course they do. But, but even... So, here's the thing. People even listening... Did they to kill the, the guy? People even listening... Listen. People, <laughs> people even even listening to that, they're going to be like, of course they got out of the room. Yeah. Like, that's the, it's like the whole thing that they're setting up. But the thing... What's crazy is they get them out and then they go to whatever, some relative's house or something. But then there's a lot of issues still because this little girl... And this mom don't necessarily know how to live with each other with other people in a different yeah, environment. Yeah, probably messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they're just they're they're yeah they're 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 traumatized. So, but it, then it goes. It's like the movie doesn't just end whenever the psychopath gets them out. It's like they go have to go through right. that kind of dynamic Re, as well. Reculturing. Yeah. It's very it's it's it was it was real I was like oh, what the How fuck? old was the little girl? Because Mal one uh she was It's not based on a true story, is it? I'm sure stuff like that happens. I'm uh, sure, I've seen stuff like that happen yeah, in the course, news. Of course. The little girl is probably like six. Six Dude, or seven. And it's like the earlier that happens to yeah. a person, the worse the effects are. Yeah. Like cause I mean Imagine the mom was probably messed up too, but like right. a six-year-old kid yeah. lived in a room. It was it it was a great fucking movie, dude. Yeah, okay. I think it's on Netflix actually. Exceeding expectations, it's, and that's the thing because Mal wanted me. She was like, "Watch it, it's great." At, I'll be hundred percent honest. I didn't try. I didn't. I didn't right. believe. I didn't think it was going to be that right. good. Then we started watching, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I see. Write it. I see why it's called Room now. Write it. I'll give it a. I'll give it an eight point four. Because it's not like I like the movie, was but it wasn't great. your favorite the movie, movie. The movie was great, but it's like as far as what movies I love the most, it wasn't necessarily uh, one of the best. Dude, I would say the last movie that I watched with um, it exceeded my expectations, or like I didn't have expectations. I watched it on a whim. Okay, my family and I got Redbox X Machina at the beach. Oh, okay. Ex Machina with my family. Oh, yeah, yeah We yeah. were all freaked out. Yeah. Like, that movie shuts it's, off at the end. because It's a great movie. Spoiler alert, that crazy... Wait, 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 wait. Listen, so this is a... Yeah, so... Stop listening if you want to watch the movie. X Ex Machina is about this artificial intelligent robot, basically. Right. Uh, And then, yeah, so... Skip ahead is, about 30 seconds. When, <laughs> yeah. she, when she gets out... Yes. And it goes dark. Right. My family and all, we all just looked at each other like we are freaked out right now. Mm-hmm. 9.6. It was really good. 9.6, 9.7. I need to rewatch that movie. Dude, again. incredible movie. Start to finish. Yep. Because it, it's like, it's so like interesting to see this guy and, and what you don't know yet. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. And it's like, it's just intriguing. It's, mm. it's an incredible movie. I liked it. What about, uh, what about a TV series that you really like? Have you watched many TV series? Dude, I, uh, yeah, Breaking Bad. Okay. Breaking Bad. I haven't finished it. Dude. I haven't finished 9. it. 9.8 or 9.9. Uh, well, again, another show that's objectively good, declared by whatever. South Park. Hundreds of thousands of millions South of people. South Park. Yeah. That's the best show yeah. on earth. Yeah. That's the on. best Come show. Come on now, let's get real. It's the best show ever made, yeah. in my opinion. Okay. Like, it really is. What Name a show that's better. Andy yeah. Griffith shows up there. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know anything. Two ends of the spectrum, but. I, yeah, I don't know about that. South show. Park, like, dude, to me, I watch South Park. I watch Seinfeld. It depends on your taste. Like, what are you looking for in a show? Because it's like somebody who loves crime shows. It's like South Park. I hate them. 
South Park's see that's I what like I'm funnies, dude. It's not I only be... watch funnies. Okay, see there you go. So uh working in the hospital, I've been on a big friends kick lately. Friends is great. Man card. But I know I've been to the, it's good. I've been to the friends pop up house in New York. Dude, it's good. I have a friend's hoodie. Friends is good. Friends is good. Like I watch the episodes and they just like they're funny every just, time. It's just good entertainment. It's not like some fucking deep like hero's journey, like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Seinfeld. Shit. It's just good entertainment. It's on the same wavelength as Seinfeld. Okay, right. It's like you know, once you've seen one, you've kind of seen them all. Yeah. Or like once you've seen like three, right. you've you kind of seen you them all. It. You get it. Like, you, all right. It builds. Yeah. Like there's a storyline to everything, but like you can just turn one on and be like, oh, I haven't seen this right. one it's yet. It's just another story. Like, I turned one on at work today, like because I was sitting in a patient's room and just flipped through their TV and it was on like daytime TV. It's daytime TV. Yeah. It was a, the one where Joey and Chandler, Chandler? No, no. Ross. Ross. Ross and Joey. Okay. Nap together. Have you uh, seen that one? Okay, the yes. one where they nap together. Yes, that one got me weak. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's like, that's the like they do. Then like, they wake up and, they, and they're don't like, they, they go do, back to sleep. They're like together? a guy and a girl in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that was the best nap you've ever had. And then Ross is like, I've had better. <laughs> then they do it again. They do it again. Yeah, they go to the restaurant and they're like, uh, freaking Chandler. No, no, Joey. no. Joey's like. I'm going upstairs to take a nap. Right. And Ross is like, and he takes his coat and goes upstairs with him and they nap together at the end. As, that one got me weak, That's dude. That's so funny, man. Um, Jennifer Aniston. What's her? Rachel. Smoke. Possibly the, like, the prettiest girl of all time. Sup. In that show. Sup. Major sup. Uh, even, um, uh, oh, shit. Uh. Rachel and Monica. Monica, yeah. Wow. Yeah. How did I forget her name? Yeah. I drank too much wine. Uh, yeah. Monica is also pretty hot. Different vibes. It's different vibes, but she's still pretty hot. For sure. Yeah. She's she's like I don't know. She got like a dark side to her. Mm-hmm. Well, she's know. also just kind of more like, uh, more like motherly, like neurotic type. Like it's just a different dynamic than Rachel. Rachel's, Rachel's the goat. Right. Right, mm. right. Yeah, Rachel's great. Phoebe's just funny. She's out there, she's though. Funny. Yeah, she she's makes funny. me laugh. Yeah, she, she does make me laugh. Yeah, no, she's not too hot though. Meh. She's alright. She's a pretty girl. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, she's pretty, pretty. Yeah. But like, imagine how much money those people are making. Oh my god, I'm pretty dude. Sure. Imagine how I'm much money sure, those people are making. I'm pretty sure they just took it off of uh, Netflix. I think so. I heard, or maybe I saw a tweet or something. I saw somebody saying that they took it off. That sucks. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna <laughs> the have tweet. The tweet was like, it was it was some it was some black chick. She was she was like, uh, uh, she's like black people make sure to check on your white friends today because friends just went off. They don't have any black people in that show, do they? No one in that friend group <laughs> is black. Uh, yeah, I don't. Seinfeld. I don't none of the main so. characters are black either, but they like interact with black people all the time in New York mm, City. Yeah, Seinfeld is a great show too, dude. I don't know if you've I ever no, watched. I haven't. I need to check it out. Just, Obvious. I mean, again, it's another one of those classics. It's just like anytime you can't argue with how good. This anytime is. it's on TV and you're kind of just not paying attention, just mm. turn it on. Mm. Like it. It's like almost like the Office of the the nine. I was about to go to the Office. I was like, you've watched it's all like, the Office. It's like the office of the 90s i'm a big office fan and that like dude early 2000 office episodes were like i got an ipod video and put like all the office on it the click wheel one yeah yeah yeah. i had like eight seasons of the office on my click wheel ipod i know what you're talking about i watched it everywhere on that little like 
On the screen, yeah, oh, dude. No, it wasn't like that big. Right. It was like a bigger one. Right, like right, that. right. Okay, okay. And, and I was like, I know which one you're I watched about. my favorite episodes were uh, Yankee Swap. Yeah. And the one where Michael plays basketball <laughs> yeah. and Stanley dribbles the ball all shitty. Like, he's like, secret weapon. Yeah, and Stanley's yeah. like, I think, why, I think why are you saying that? I think it's literally like episode two of season one, and, the basketball episode. Oscar's like, uh, I played. And, and Michael's like, Oh, no, 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 Oscar. We'll use you come baseball season or if we box. Yeah. And then he's like, obviously, he's Stanley's. The, no, because he's Mexican. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like. That's what I meant to say. Gay people play baseball and box. And it's like. Because uh, he's Mexican. He yes. picked Stanley no, cause first because he was black and he thought he'd be like really good at basketball. <laughs> yeah. And he's like the worst basketball player. He's super unathletic. And Kevin is like banking shots after the game's dude, over. Think- Kevin's just wet from deep. Dude, that show. Jim in his prime. That show. Yeah, Jim's. In Jim was getting buckets on Roy, oh, making yeah. Roy so mad. Whenever Roy like bucked him with yeah, his elbow. Yeah, dude. And, and Michael calls the game. <laughs> dude, Michael. Steve Carell was looking rough when that show started. Dude, see, well, well, here's the thing season one they changed season one from season two they changed his character and they made him look different they changed the lighting they changed a lot about the he season. had like no hair yeah like a massive bald that's what i'm saying but head. i think they i think they you think he on, looked like that on, no i think they did that on purpose design. i think they did it on purpose he's he got what he's got too he's got, he's, got, <laughs> he's got luscious hair in the other season oh he's got flow he's got flow steve carell wouldn't be like he they probably did that to him on purpose do you know it's a great he's steve, the man steve carell movie what have you think of a Steve Carell movie? Not funny. Not funny. Not funny. Uh, Dad had that one on the other night that was he was like autistic guy with the, like the uh, dolls, like the GI Joes. Like he made his own world. Have you ever heard of that one? I think oh, it got nominated shit. for like an Oscar. Know. I can't remember what it's called, but it was like he's this autistic dude and he uses like. Like army guys to tell stories right. and stuff. Damn, I don't think I know what the. I'm right, ta- it wasn't funny. It was like right. a serious movie. Right, I'm talking about the secret life of Walter Mitty. Hey guys, Young David here. Just wanted to pop in really quick to make sure that you all knew that Matt totally knows that the secret life of Walter Mitty is Ben Stiller and not Steve Carell. Uh, he claims that it was all the wine talking. So. Just wanted to make sure that all that was cleared up. And uh, now we can get back to the episode. Don't know if I've seen that Bro, one. Oh, you would love it because he travels in it and it's fucking good. Dude, I it's think super good. What's the best funny one? Because I'll say 40 year old virgin is pretty 40, hilarious. 40 year old virgin. Or um, Dude, Anchorman. I was going to say him and Anchorman. <laughs> Brick Tamlin is a, <laughs> the, probably like one of my favorite characters ever. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, that shit. Brick. His it, name is Brick in the show. It kills me. It kills me. His character in that movie is... Will Ferrell is up there, too, in terms of just, oh. like, physical comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, his body in any situation is funny. Yeah. Like, Semi-Pro, Ricky Bobby, like, any of the movies. Oh, Kicking yeah. and Screaming. Anchorman, camp, The Campaign. I'm wearing a full jumpsuit, like Adidas jumpsuit, <laughs> and my family like keeps saying that they're gonna get me the Will Ferrell from Kicking and Screaming jumpsuit Ooh. with the tiger stripes on it. Oh shit! You know what I'm talking about? It's an Adidas one, isn't it? No, it's just a Will Ferrell one. They're like, you should go as him for Halloween. It can't like, be. It can't be Adidas. It's of it's not that far off from like my everyday. It would probably be Adidas nowadays, right? In movies, yes. yes. That's kind of weird how they just kind of slipped that in yeah. lately, isn't it? Yeah. 
Like, you have, like, sponsored stuff in movies. It feels, like, prominently featured. Right. Well, I mean, I don't really give a shit. But, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's another way to boost the... It it also, I think it subconsciously sells you. It's oh, an ad, dude. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah, bad. like, yeah, if you yeah. go to the it's movies and you see, like, Will Ferrell wearing an Adidas jumpsuit, you're going to be like, oh, that's swag right yeah, now. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Well, even... So, here's the thing. Whenever we... Let's let's talk about Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne, whenever I saw his watch that he was wearing... He's got all the cool The gear. one, whenever he whenever he got the box, he was in the bank, and he got the box cool, uh, full of cool shit, I looked up the watch that he... What brand is it? It was Tag Heuer. Of course it was. Yeah, it was Tag Heuer, and it was like $3,000 or $4,000 or something crazy. And I was like, no, I can't do that. It, but it was just like a chrome, chrome, chrome tag hewer watch. And it was, I'm trying to think of some other born stuff that it they was, product it placed was super, in that. It was super dope. Best movies of all time. I would say they're the best movies of all time. The dude, it's really fucking good. Those are the types they're of movies. They're my favorite action movies those, of all time. Those are the types of movies that I, I love those types of movies. Action movies. It was just, yeah, action and like, but I also like. When the dude is just really smart and like, yes, he's not like, he's not, he's a believable hero. Yes. He's not like arrogant about it or whatever. He's just really fucking smart and he's just awesome. And, and it's just like that dude's fucking badass. And it's like, I could believe that there's someone that badass yeah. out there. You know what I'm saying? And as a Europhile, like yeah. the settings of those movies are awesome. Yeah. It is like very the, cool. the born like police chase scenes are yes. incredible. Like yes. when they're flipping like flipping station wagons in downtown Paris. Yep. You know, going like full speed. It, yep. Those are my favorite movies. I think bar none. They're, dude, it's, it's so fucking. Good. War movies are pretty cool too. What's your favorite war? Movie? I've watched two two that come to mind. As soon as you say that, one one of the last ones that I watched was Fury, actually with um, tanks. There, Brad there was, Pitt. There was tanks. Yes, Brad Pitt. Um, it was really fucking good. I haven't seen it all the way through. I really liked it, actually. Is that World War Two? I think so. Dude, it was really good. I really liked it. Um, and then, because in the night before that, I watched Inglorious Bastards. Awesome movie. Fucking great. Awesome movie. Fucking great. The, the German counting to three is yeah. accurate. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. in real life, if you go like this over there, they're like... <laughs> what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, this is how you count to three with your thumb, dude. I need to I need to watch it again because it's it's such a great movie. I would say Saving Private Ryan, of course. That one's epic. Of That's like the most well done World War yeah, Two movie yeah, ever. Dude, definitely Apocalypse Now. I haven't seen that. It's a Vietnam one, and I it's seen that long as hell. Oh, it's like it? four hours long, oh, but it's it's worth at least starting. Okay, because once you start it, it's like, dude, it is a like. Soul it's a roller coaster experience. Okay, the way they did this film is just like the weirdest way to tell American history that you'll ever see. Yeah, it is bizarre, and I feel like when you think of the Vietnam War, like if you think someone our age, like mid twenties, early twenties, right, late teens, even yeah. they don't care about history, right? But like when you, you see Vietnam veterans, like veterans that you think of now, like veterans that get honored for Veterans Day are Vietnam veterans. Yeah, yeah. They've seen some crazy stuff, dude. Yeah. Vietnam is. vets are like, they fought a war and came home and everyone in America, or at least like 55% of us, mm -hmm. were like, screw you guys. You shouldn't have fought in that war. Yeah. And they get home and they get off the boat and they're like, my best friend just died. Yeah, right. 
fighting someone on the other side of the world in my own country is like disappointed in me for fighting that fight. It's interesting we're talking about this, what happened today. Some of the shit that could you imagine getting drafted? Where how old are you? You twenty you just turned twenty six, you're in the clear. I think the age is twenty five. I don't know. That you're in the clear. But no, I I mean we're definitely draftable at some point. Could you imagine if the country needs us, we'll be we'll be there. Like we're mid twenties guys that there's nothing wrong with us. Well think about what is it? Isn't it Korea where you have to like I know there's two multi- year stint. There's multiple countries where you mandatory have to actually go through it. You have to yeah, mandatory. Did yes. I tell you about that one time? Where some I, I was talking to somebody some um guy in the army, active duty, was yeah. saying that like that's the reason why the rest of the world is scared of us. Because our army is voluntary. Oh, yeah. These yeah. are the guys that want to be here. <laughs> right. They're fucking Everyone else in the yeah. world makes their people be in the army for a little bit, I feel, mm. just because. And, I mean, that makes you, like, have pride in your country and everything. Yeah, but, yeah. like, our guys are the ones that want well, to you want, be there. That's who you want, that's who you want to be Of course. There. That's who you want to be in You it. don't want some Joe, Joe six-pack from a white-collar job that doesn't want to be no, there. No, of course. You well, want you, you don't Jocko. Want, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You want like, Jocko Willis, yeah. bitch. Yeah, no. I, you want somebody who's not afraid of death and who's not afraid – like is, is somebody who also who is looking – for a higher purpose and higher meaning in Selfless. life. Oh, dude. Well, they're, well, they're just looking for something to stand for. So, what's better to stand for than the country that you're living in? Right. Like that's that's their motive, and that's a pretty damn good motive. And people like have been like that for as long as humans have existed. Like every like culture tri- has like warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every culture has warriors throughout history. There's yeah. just a weird like gene strain of people, and I don't think I'll ever be one of those. That could just kill someone else for my group, you know, like it, it just, it's necessary. Like it's a necessary function of evolution. I feel like I think about it in the sense of what if a burglar or an invader came into your house and was up to you to kill them or they're going to kill your entire family. Yeah. If it, what, I mean, what are you going to si- do? That situation is well, always of, different. That's, well, yes, but also think about that amplified to a tribe or somebody like you're fighting, right. you're fighting a war against somebody else. That's how they view it. Yeah. They, they view it like, Oh, these people are coming to kill my family and I'm the guy who's going to be, or guy or girl that's going to be in between them from killing my family. Right. So I have to stand up. Right. And I mean, someone's got to do it. Dude, I'm t- more than happy, like, and thankful for the people that do do that. Oh, like, yeah, of course. You know, like being, working on that, uh, in Germany, I worked on a military base and like being around military guys, they're just a different breed of people, man. It's, yeah. they're cool. Like they're yeah. the coolest guys that we have and they never get appreciated. Yeah. Like they come home and everybody hates them. Well, even think about like cops. Like I feel like cops get such a, I just can't imagine though, like getting shipped off. Like you're 18 year old guy. Like you get shipped off to the other side of the world and like you go through like the worst experience that a human can experience. Like yeah. you're getting shot at. Yeah. You're getting bombs dropped on your head. Talk about primal. Your friends are dying Talk around about primal you. Primal feeling. You have to kill other people for your job, and then yeah. it's like you get home and everyone's like flipping you off and like throwing paint on you and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do you want me to do? Right. You have to. I mean, you 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 definitely can't be in it necessarily for the wrong reasons, or else you're going to be weeded out very quickly. Right. right. And a lot of those guys like can't even return home to their like normal 
like going to Walmart lives. Right. Yeah. Like I think, can't imagine think about, that. Think about the ample, like the, there's a comparison from you going from Germany and, and those other places in, in Europe and then coming back home to, to, you had a little bit of a culture shock. Just a little bit. Coming back to America. I'm saying in the sense of. Geographic. Well, yeah, you, there's, yeah. There's geographic yeah. and there's also the people that you're around. Yeah. Everyone's heavier. Social. People, people don't give a fuck as much. It's just like there's just shittier people in general. But then also there's an abundance of food. There's an, like every – like you don't have to work for – I mean obviously you have to work for, for money to buy the food. But like in the sense of abundance lifestyle, like that's, that's how it is. Yeah. But then you go and then w- with war, your whole life is directed towards – Fulfilling your mission, whatever your mission is, like that's that's your task in life right now. You don't do anything else, but make sure that you can complete that mission and that right. task. But then you come back here, and you're gonna go work in a in a cubicle. <laughs> no, you're gonna go work uh, a construction site or something. Like what what are you gonna do that is gonna be able to fulfill that void that you filled? via the military and via the the missions that you went through and that higher sense of purpose that every day you woke up and then that was you already knew what you were doing that day like i'm doing this this and this and i know that it's for this cause and if it's not done by the end of the day it'll be there at 0500 right yeah at 100% and Dude. you how you're going to wake up and you're going to do it and there's no ifs ands or buts there's no there's no ambiguity whenever it comes to at least uh, for, uh i could be wrong but i don't know much about it, but I, I'm I'm saying I feel like most people in the military, um, working at a certain station or something like that, they wake up and they know exactly what they have to do, um, for that day. And and it's like our military is so legit that we have it like scientifically figured out how to make them the best at that. Yes. Like here's your powdered eggs. We know this is what you need. Go. And the stakes are really high too. This isn't this isn't the nine to five job right. where if you, you mess up perfect. like if you mess up like you lose a client or you 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 whatever. Like a customer is upset. This isn't that. This is if you fuck up your job, I mean obviously there's different jobs, but I'm saying in some of in some of the jobs out there in the military, if you fuck up, that's someone else's life. Or a lot of people's or, lives. Or a lot of people's lives. Or a shitload of people's lives. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. I mean, that's that's kind of where the doctor-soldier separation happens. Yeah. Because if the doctor messes up, right. that's one person. Yeah. But if a soldier messes up yeah. or a leader messes up, that's unforeseen. Right. TBD. Like, one person could mess up so bad yeah. that it's all over for everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's wild. That is that's that's really. Insane. I don't know today. Today's the events of today with like, uh, the U.S. killing that Iranian general guy. I don't can't remember his name. I'm not sure. Some the the top ranking Iranian general is who they killed, mm-hmm. and they killed him with an airstrike. And it's like they killed him in Iraq, which is probably where if there's a conflict between the U.S. and Iran will happen in Iraq. I think. Yeah. It's like a third party battlefield because. I feel like what we don't want to do is invade Iran. Mm. Like we we invaded Iraq and wanted Iraq to be like the western jumping off point for the Middle East. Like that was kind of our opportunity to start fresh in the Middle East. Like Afghanistan, we got there and it was kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Like when after 
attack, like the 9-11 attacks, I'm pretty sure we went to, straight to Afghanistan. Yeah, I'm not I'm sure. But. but then Iraq was like, we actually, we got Saddam. Yeah. Like, we got a leader there, and we put in, the, like, how we wanted it to be or a rough skeleton of what we wanted it to be, mm-hmm. and it hasn't turned out well. Right. So, like, the reason we killed that guy, I feel like, today or last night was um, Iran was flexing too much into Iraq and trying to influence them to be like Iran. Mm. So we were like, you can't do that. This right. is our project. Right. It's sticky, dude. Like, yeah. the whole Middle East is sticky because you got, like, People in Iran have hated people in some other place for, like, two millennia. Right. It's like, what are we doing there? Why aren't we just here? Yeah. We have enough stuff going on in Huntington, West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Who Like, yeah. this is just me. Like, and But, I, I mean, I guess there's obviously, there's, like, there's, there, there's resources, there's there's commitments that we've made to other countries to make sure that we help. For sure. Protect, there's protect allies. So that they can, they can provide something for us. It's obviously more complex than whatever the hell that we're going to say. For sure. <laughs> going it, into it. it, it but, I think that like at the end of the day, though, I wish we would take all the money that we're using on that and use it here. Mm-hmm. Like I wish that we would make energy here. Right. Why do we have to go over there? Because they've got oil. Right. We have oil here too, but like, you know, just use that money to make some more Teslas or something. <laughs> right. But I wonder how much the what's the percentage of the actual money that we're using compared to the total percentage of all the money that we're using right. for everything that you can think of. Dude, like, you ever it's just probably pretty small. Stop and think about how much energy and money is being used by us like all the time. Yeah, of course. All the time. We even just look at our debt. Cars. Just the debt alone. It, dude, we have everything that we ever wanted as a country. Like, where does it go from here? Because some people don't have anything. No, it's so messed up. Nothing. It's like there are certain. And we have people, a Walmart supercenter. Two of them. Anything you want, if you're a human being, <laughs> yeah. anything you want, and you live in America, yeah. and you live within an hour of civilization, right? A Walmart, yeah. You can have whatever you want, right? Twenty four hours a day, yeah. As much of it as you want, yes. Yes. You want... Assuming you have the money to pay for it. 25 rolls of duct tape at 3 a.m.? Right. Done. Right. You want an 88-inch LED smart TV at 4 (laughs) a.m.? Yeah. Have at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want 45 pounds of ice? Right. And a tent? Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. No questions asked. It's insane. Like, it's... We don't... Just take it for granted here, man. I get it. It... Like, it... That was another big part of coming back and realizing, like... God, life here is so easy. <laughs> yeah. Everyone speaks the same language as yeah. me, and I can get whatever I want any time of day. Yeah, and you can drive to it. You can what? Like, yeah, you can easily drive to it in a second. It's all the only variable in this thing I feel in America is how much money you have. Yeah, it's gonna. That's, it's the one thing that's gonna be a very big part of that this. will make everything possible. Yeah, or nothing at all possible. If you yeah. have no money, right. no possibilities. If you have all the money, right. anything you want to happen in your life can happen. Your yeah, your 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 chances of success and potential of success increase dramatically. It's not like, but it's also weird in a human sense that even if you have access to all of the possibilities and all the money in the world that you could ever imagine, like you're not even happy sometimes. Yeah, yeah. There's people. That's that an have, odd phenomenon. Yes, like of phenomenon. Course, of course, you see it. And well, that's when you realize that there's something, something else well, is well, going the on. Meaning and purpose can't be derived necessarily directly from money. How do you find fulfillment? It and stuff like this. 
this is this is part of this is part of my fulfillment a lot like the doing work in general i get a lot of fulfillment but the podcast specifically has been uh incredible for me and that's what i plan on focusing on very heavily in 2020 um interviewing more people but also putting out more context content even if it's like seven to ten minute like tips uh or certain things i just i really want to build the podcast uh so that i can grow it because i realize that i just I feel like I'm okay at it and I also enjoy it a lot. And whenever you can combine your skill set with something you enjoy, then you can make real shit happen. Um, so I like that. And then also uh, my blog, I enjoy writing as well. Um, so yeah, writing, doing this. So my my career, I get fulfillment. Um, and then in relationships, like doing, doing this type of shit, I guess kind of covers plenty of different areas. Um, but hanging out with friends or uh, relationships like with my girlfriend, romantic relationship, uh, and then doing things with my parents as well. Because as we get to this age, it's a very weird dynamic as you start to become independent from your parents. And that could be financially, um, but also in the sense of beliefs or morals or uh, uh, what you think consists of a good life. And what a good life looks like and what you want your good life to look like, because it could be different than what they think a good life should For look sure. like. You know what I'm saying? And that it's, it's, it's a weird age, um, that, that split, uh, ends up happening. The but, okay. Boomer split. Yeah, basically <laughs> that's, that's literally, that's literally what it is. Um, but then of course, being able to come back home, spend some time with them. And I do enjoy whenever I get to come back home, um, obviously to, to hang out with them because you realize their their time is limited and it becomes more and more real as the older that we get and of course we become wiser and 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 all that but then you realize how few years that they of course like people can die any day or whatever but as you're as you get older you start to become more and more aware of how uh you know your parents are older and that their time on this earth is definitely limited and that that can be a pretty intense that that could have a pretty intense impact on your psyche because you see your parents as this godlike figure basically right, right. you know what i'm saying yeah like, they're your creators no well, well yeah they basically they created yes, you they, they created you but then also like your parents know all like your parents are the smart ones. They, they have, they have guided your life. They've always known what's best. For they've you. raised for you. They've if raised you're you. lucky enough. Right. You know? Right. They've raised you. Yes, of course. We're, this is given a, a, a certain uh, dynamic that isn't true for everyone, but with your parents, you look up to your parents and like, okay, this is this godlike figure. And whenever you think about that godlike figure dying one day and going away, then you really realize how alone you are yeah. and how much responsibility you actually have to make your life meaningful and make it worthwhile and it's a scary thought, et cetera. But yeah, I, I think it like works in line with your, the fulfillment. Yeah. Like they, their lifelong fulfillment is to make sure that you have the best life. I feel once right. you become a parent, right. Your idea of fulfillment changes drastically. Right. If like, you got lucky, because when you, if you when, got lucky, yeah. when you think of fulfilling your own destiny, like mm. you're kind of being selfish, you know. Really, the the main goal of this thing is to make another one of you. Yes, you know. So that right. that's really how you're going to find fulfillment later in life if you're lucky enough to be a parent. Right. Right. Which I don't even know, dude. I 
I'm not close to being ready for that. I've, that's and it's I've, it's not for everyone. Yeah, no. But obviously, it's like something that everyone thinks about. Mm-hmm. Like, well, especially I'm, around this age, around our age, right? I'm it's biological. Yeah. Like, it's starting to set in that thought. Yeah, of course. But like, I'm so happy now that I'm at the point where I can be friends with my parents. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? It's we, so it's just cool. Other adults. I can shoot the shit with my mom and dad. Like, right. It's awesome. Right. Like I can just, and they pop off to me too. And it's like, yeah. we're friends. It you is. Know? It is very cool. It's so odd. Cause like back when you're little, like you look up to your parents as like, oh no, they're going to take away my Xbox. Like I better <laughs> right. do this. Right. I better make these people happy. Cause right. they're giving me food. They're the judge and the jury right. and everything. I, I, the if God. I want a pair of shoes, I know who I got to make happy. Yeah, of course. I got to do my homework. And yeah. it's like, now you're. Just I'm friends with my parents, and right. it's a cool stage in yes. life. It's you can both you both realize you realize that you're both leading independent lives. It's it's the most honest time. Yeah. In a in a child parent relationship is yeah when you're at a crossroads in your life because they always want what's best for you. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, well, it's what they think is what's best for you, and they're also not afraid to tell to be honest with you. Yeah. Because friends sometimes will just bs you and be like well they're yes men you're hyping them up yeah, yeah. and your parents are going to hype you up they're going to be real with, with you right right this right. is what you need to do right but in the nicest way possible right their experience and wisdom definitely um uh needs to be taken accounted for it doesn't necessarily mean that they're 100 percent correct but it you owe it to them again in most cases to to listen to them and and take into consideration what they have to say uh, but I feel like it's cool to be at this age to listen to what they have to say, take it into consideration. But then it's up to you to be like, okay, yes, I'm going to listen to them. Or no, I feel like this is actually what's best for me. Right. It's not harmful to anyone else, but this is what I think is best for me. So I'm going to do this route instead. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there there becomes a, a certain dynamic that gets interesting. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, that – that might be a good good place to wrap this uh wrap I'm this running thing out of steam. I know, man. We've we've been going in uh it's one AM real oh, time. Wow, it is. Yeah. It is. It's one oh five AM. Yeah, it's super late. How long have we been doing this? Um going on two hours. Oh nice. That's yeah. a good solid number. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. We're at, we're at, yeah. Yeah, we're getting close to two hours. Um I think it's I think it's a great number. Dude, it's been a pleasure. I feel like this has been a Listeners out there, thanks for listening to me ramble for two hours. If you made it this far, yeah, I was just saying, there's probably there's probably like four total people. Beth, I know you're listening. Good job. <laughs> way, way to hang in there. That's his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's probably very few people that have made it this far. But for the people who have made it this far, thank you for sure. Um, and yeah, usually this is the part where I tell the other person to plug all their stuff, their social media or their website. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> Catch so, me on uh, Instagram at, at not a real account <laughs> and on Twitter at uh, ghost. <laughs> Three out of 10. I've run out of steam. I'm not on any social media, but if I see you and you see me and you recognize me in public, just yell at me. Yes. Yeah. There we go. There we go. I think some people that listen to this are definitely going to get uh, a decent amount out of it. And, um, yeah, thanks for doing it, dude. This is fun. Later. We'll, have, we'll do it again soon. Love you guys. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also 
take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at Matt McLeod six. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, And anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.